good life. Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday the 8th of January 2023. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Good job pronouncing that number and it being the correct one. And Robert Kemp. 2023 feels like a made-up year. <laughs> well, they yeah, all felt like made-up years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's 2000, basically. I don't know. Yeah. 20, 2022 sounded vaguely cool. I don't know. Like It had a had a flow to it. 2023, hmm, yeah, not so much. I, don't, I wouldn't put that <laughs> not, as my... Not super different. I wouldn't put that as my sci-fi subtitle. Well... Maybe. And, and although, in fairness, the wipeout ones aren't exactly particularly flow off the tongue, are they? Like 2097. 2097's okay. But like, Presumably, it, that one was just 100 years in the future, yes, was it? it was. 2097? Yeah. <laughs> but then, what was the PS. The Vita one? Was it 2047 or something? Or... Twin, yeah. Maybe. I think. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I don't know why they chose that one. Obviously, it had to be, you know, it was a trying, prequel, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to make it more like current F1, right? <laughs> or some kind of evolution. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was its whole towards wipeout. That, that was, was its whole plan. intro video, I think. Yeah. Yes. It was, that was pretty cool. I'm into cool that. idea, yeah. I did have, maybe for the first time, as we get old, I had the the first moment where someone said a year was a, num- a number of years ago, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I was, Wait, you mean you're only experiencing that feeling now? Well, it's, it was only been, only been this one time that I remember it being this, like, specific and, like, actually having a moment of realisation. Because I think they were talking about a movie, I don't remember which one, and they're like, okay, right, 995, that's more than 25 years ago. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, shit, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> I mean, the year of games is getting, is 25 years ago now, isn't it? I mean, what, 98 year, yeah. to 23? Yeah. I mean, was it Sonic 2 is now <laughs> 31 years old? No, 30, 30 in a bit. Oh shit, is, it, is this year the year that we have to play Half-Life 2 on video? I forget. That's 2004. Oh, one more Half-Life year. Half-Life 2, so one more year. <laughs> That's the rule. We did <laughs> Half-Life 1 and therefore we have to do Half-Life 2. Oh, I mean, if we, start, if we start now, we might be finished by next year. I mean, that's a good game. Is it super, Is it longer than... It's about the same, probably. I, length I Half-Life thought it was longer than Half-Life Maybe 1. It's I don't know. I feel like it might be shorter. I mean, we do, yeah. then you do have to do, like, episode 1 and 2 as well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. they're not that long, though, are they? Well, um, I don't know. I mean, I episode never... 1's relatively short. Episode 2 feels longer. Although that might just yeah, be does, because yeah. episode 2 is real... Is like, I find episode 2 way more annoying. Because it has the, like, the outdoor hunters. parts and stuff. Yeah, and the hunters, yeah. Is that, is that one that we? Which one of the two is the one where you're doing an awful lot of driving? Like extended like driving sequence. Well, no, episode two is the one which has more driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably that one. I found that quite a little bit tedious, actually. Yeah. There's quite a bit of driving in the in the original game well, yes. the lost on the coast and everything, and kind of. Yeah. But I feel like it was like split up more. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Well, but in the original game, there was much less. Episode two had more combat driving, which was yes, not as good. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you sort of stopped to do the combat in the in the original game, didn't you? Sort of. Yeah, because the, the car didn't have a gun in the original. It was the airboat that had the gun, right? Uh, yes, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's right. true. Yeah. <laughs> Could you not shoot at all while you were driving the car? I, I don't think no. so. Okay. Yeah, maybe not. 
Yeah. You didn't one hand a pistol or something. So. <laughs> well, no. There was no, yeah. no. I mean, could you? You couldn't even see your hands on the wheel, right? In, no, no, no. You couldn't like see your hands at all. Yeah. Um. Hey, we got we, we got on the video games pretty quick. Just like, it's a podcast <laughs> yeah. about video games because there's something I else to think about. Half Life Two would be a good video series. I think it's nearly time. <laughs> yeah, next <laughs> that year. one. Yeah, next year. Okay. Ooh, look at the physics. Ooh. Ah, but which one are I we know. doing? Are we doing like Half Life Two, Half Life Two, or would we do? Um. Oh no, they didn't do that yet. I was, but no, no, they didn't. They, 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 they haven't remade it. Black, Black Mesa yeah. was the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, there is no. Yeah, upgrade. I mean, there's a, a VR version, of, but... Yeah. There's probably a whole bunch of mod packs as well. But yeah. Who cares I mean, about half like two mods? But it might it's be gonna, pretty. It's going to look very bare. <laughs> like 2004 graphics. Because it was like, they they managed to get, like, you know, the Source engine was pretty cool and had high resolution like textures and stuff but like it didn't the environments just don't aren't aren't that detailed (laughs) just because of the nature of the time right yeah i guess i mean it's still got a very distinctive look to it i mean yeah i really like it's a great game i mean city 17 came off better i think than most of the rest of the game (laughs) the the nature yes (laughs) i'm just sad i can't really play first person games on pc anymore because of my rsi for for doing the mouse which is really annoying so i'll probably never play half-life 2 again which is a shame uh, but they did consoleize it right so yeah is that can you get that can you play that well it must have been in the orange box on console yeah, right it so it, it must be yeah i don't know if they i don't know how they would have changed it to work on consoles if that makes sense like or did you just yeah was it naturally just play it at a lower difficulty level I mean, there's nothing stopping you from picking up a controller and playing it like Halo, you know. I mean, Half-Life isn't that difficult, really. No, no. Do you well, think it would have decent controller support just through Steam or whatever these days? I'm sure it would be configurable in some way. Well, I, mean, I, yeah, I bet there's a shit ton of configurations that yeah. you can download in the Steam probably, probably. Yeah. controller layer, whatever it's called. Yeah, because the, they would have come up with this stuff for Steam controller, right? So yeah. There would be a whole bunch of stuff you can manipulate around that and presumably like they want steam deck users to be able to play it as well <laughs> maybe if they care about their old games at this point <laughs> apart from portal <laughs> because that's the, the one that we know that they do care about <laughs> well if you upgrade your pc zach then uh you can play portal rtx <laughs> i could play a lot of things RTX if i upgrade my pc <laughs> well maybe not though because that that Portal RTX thing released relatively recently. Um, I mean, you need a monster for that thing. Don't oh, you? Yeah, you do. You do. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe that. Maybe even if I upgrade my PC, I won't be able to do that. Yeah. Don't you need like a forty ninety or whatever? What, what's the stupid graphics card called? With the, with I mean, forty ninety is the top spec. But, yeah. Um, and that unlaunched card just turned up back in the market. Like, mm. well. I don't know if it's actually out yet, but the one they unlaunched, which was the, I think it was the 4080 12 gig, they've downgraded right. to be the 4070 sure. yeah. Ti, and that makes total sense. It, it was just a just a case of bad bad branding. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Uh, new topical discussion, I guess. And we were sort of talking about this before the podcast, but graphics cards still haven't returned to their price point 
like pre no despite the uh the yeah the bitcoin crash or the the crypto crash they're just they're just Uh, so nuts because even the 4070 ti is like a i don't know what the british price is going to be but it's like advertised as being like a 900 dollar card holy crap and that's like that's a lot of money and that's their mid-range card Mm. that's their current mid-range card that is nuts yeah i don't know what's going how, how can they who's buying this stuff i mean because it's not the crypto people anymore no uh, but i guess anyone like building a pc currently doesn't have a choice that's sort of the yeah. problem it's, well that's why usually I'm, they just don't build a pc yeah <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah like like i like i've been wanting to well, like i have machine for years yeah. like i haven't for the last five years while i've been waiting for the prices to change yeah. But, yeah. but at this point, as I said previously, like I probably don't actually need anything. I don't even need a this generation graphics card for the games I play. <laughs> I, just, I just put anything in there, and it'll be better than what I have. Yeah, you mainly need like a beefy CPU for, yeah, for yeah. your door fortress or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> your, your, yeah definitely CPU bottlenecked in your case. I mean, the but... dr- the dream would be to be able to stream door fortress, right? Well, yeah. Be. I mean, <laughs> if there is one thing that I do need a better graphics card for in general, it will be like stream rendering and video rendering but that's not yeah. that much on the gpu even what card are you rocking mm. at the moment <laughs> it's like a 670 670 okay yeah so that's probably can it invent uh, i think it might be able to but not well yeah because that alleviates most of the trouble for yes or that would get rid of most of the trouble for door fortress anyway well yeah maybe i don't remember what my settings in obs are on because i fiddled around with it for a while because i remember when it first started having nvenc in obs and i remember fiddling with the settings but i don't remember whether i got it working well at the time and then i've never i basically never messed with my obs settings again it's like i got them working i was like that's good enough (laughs) it's good enough for what i'm outputting anyway Shout out to the Steam version of Dwarf Fortress. This was a, this, I mean, I can't remember the detail, but hey, we've got no news this week. But there was a little news story, wasn't there, that they've done They've done that thing where they set themselves a six-month goal, sales goal and, like, hit it in, like, a couple weeks. <laughs> I mean, that was not really a problem for them, I don't think. The more interesting news is that they've actually hired another developer, like an actual developer, not a, not one from the from the company doing the conversion to see or whatever. Oh, what, for the core game? For the actual real game. <laughs> like, the actual... Actually having one other person looking at the actual real code of Dwarf Fortress. Well, I guess they've made money now, right? Yes. You can, can actually... You can, you can, you can staff up. So it's a proper company now, I guess. I Well, maybe. I don't even know what... It, it must be, right? To have, like, well, actually got a deal yeah, I, with this other one, they would have had to have sought something out. Well, yeah, but I don't know what the... What because like the Steam version is released under the the other company, the company that's doing the Steam conversion. Sure. I don't know if like there is a under the other company of just the original developer. I don't know if he counts as a company or whatever. I mean, presumably he must have some kind of like legal like ownership uh, yeah. structure for yeah, the he, he must code have, or whatever. He must have IP ownership. And yeah, jazz. but I don't I don't know what what the actual setup is. I guess it would be you know like like anything like any i was gonna say like i was trying to try to think of like oh who owns stuff oh i guess jk <laughs> rowling still owns harry potter i guess yep. it's like there must be some <laughs> well, you, individual arrangement still there owns, as well as... but like that's not a thing that was never going that you know that was always like that well, i guess you know what i mean they will have an individual arrangement as well as warner brothers being the custodian sure i guess <laughs> 
but it's just royal, <laughs> it's just royalties in that case though it's not like yeah i suppose it's not the same as an ongoing code base or whatever mm. or book rights i guess it would be the other part of that i don't one. think no one else can write a harry potter book right so I presumably I mean, they could, but <laughs> it, it but there might be problems. Plenty of fanfic. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of va- vaguely not exactly like game, it's news about games, but not exactly news. I guess I, not were... exactly news. This is our new segment. <laughs> well, it's because I was going to talk about this later, but I might as well string this on might now well. while we're talking about developers. I guess. Sure. So there was a there's there were some patches for Dyson Sphere program. They started. I mean, after the holiday break, I guess they're back. So they've started updating again. Still not got the, like, enemy update yet. It's just some, like, graphical updates. Which is actually... I haven't gone into the game to look at them, but it's actually kind of nice because they've, like... They've put they've basically added clouds to the planets now. So you can actually... <laughs> so obviously you see them from the outside and the inside, depending on whether you're on the surface or not. Oh, which, yeah. That is probably why it took them a little while to get that working correctly. But yes, like the, and some other atmospheric effects, like when the the ray collectors are pulling energy from the Dyson sphere, they have like a effect that like shows the atmospheric disturbance. And if you're if you're next to a neutron star or whatever, it has like pulsar beams and shit. Huh. So it looks a bit cooler. I mean, yeah. they they all the neutron stars really just used to look like a tiny star. <laughs> <laughs> right. They didn't really have any other any special effects. Like the black hole has a proper like distortion effect if you fly right next to it, it like you can actually like tries to simulate that the like sort of the split that you curves mean, the, the away inter- you mean that into the interstellar like well not shot. the disc <laughs> but like if you fly right up next to it the like it the event horizon curves further than the sphere like it curves okay. backwards yeah, yeah, yeah. against where you are nice so it, that does look pretty cool but yeah, yeah like, so like a- <laughs> was it outer wilds attempted some of that as well with how it handled its yeah holes but then, so that that's the, the updates. But the, at the bottom of this patch notes, they, were, they just added a little, little note where, like, at the moment, the staff of our company is suffering from COVID a lot. Right. So development might be slower now. And I just thought, thought that was kind of interesting because we were talking about how, like, obviously it's a Chinese company mm. and it's just like, and now they're getting hit by COVID because that's part of how the Chinese situation is going with how they've been dealing with COVID. <laughs> It's like it's not like the rest of the world where we're kind of over it at this point. No, they've still been. <laughs> They're doing it differently. I mean, I haven't been following it closely enough to know what they've been. Isn't it basically just been lockdown? Well, it's... like or some light. They changed. They changed tack, though, didn't they? they well, just recently. They, recently, yes. yeah. Recently, but yeah. the way they've basically been doing it up to this point is like locking down individual cities rather than. Oh, I see. Why, like kind of rolling lockouts? Yeah. Kind of thing. As soon as they detect there's COVID in a city, they just shut that city off. Wow. <laughs> Which um, yeah. doesn't seem to have been working that great, no, it seems. Because surely then it just goes <laughs> through the city. Yeah. And, and as we've, the rest of the world has figured out, you can re-catch COVID. That's not, that's the thing. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so we're at what as we was trying. I like I, as I said last time we talked about Dice Spheres devs. It's like I don't know what city they're in, but evidently whatever city has currently got COVID in China <laughs> is the one that they're in. Have they immunized? Did they roll out a program I like don't, that? I don't. They know. do have the vaccine. Yeah, they do. Sinovac. They have like their own special one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
but I don't know what the rollout is on that, like whether they try to go large scale on it. Did, did Xiaomi make it and it's full of 5G? <laughs> like, Clearly. <laughs> is it, who is it that, with the 5G? Huawei or? Yes, Huawei. Huawei, yeah, sorry, not Huawei, not Xiaomi. That's another, that's another brand. <laughs> I don't think they make phones or 5G, but like, that's another brand. Do you think uh, I saw something that they're getting close? Who was it? Somebody, maybe India has banned TikTok like outright. Yeah, not really. The US, oh, no, I the think US it was, are like. Was it India probably, or was it like Thailand? <laughs> Someone. I, remember. I mean, that would be that's quite different in terms yes, of. Yes, it is a slightly different <laughs> yeah. scale. But yeah. What's, what's wrong with TikTok? Other than. Because it's, <laughs> oh, it's, it's a backdoor for the Chinese government, isn't it? To, to yes. monitor everyone's phone. Because that's what. The, Wait, is TikTok Chinese owned? Yeah, it, fully when, Chinese. That was, the oh. thing, that was when it got, it got bought. And then the US were like, we need to shut down TikTok, but then they didn't. Hmm. Even though, even though that was the reason for that whole thing, would be like, oh, it's Cause, because then they had that. They like, I think they did make a specifically different version. Like, there's the Chinese version and the non-Chinese version. Oh, I see. Why to try and alleviate to try and is. still be allowed to sell it in the US? I guess. What like how developers have to do the opposite? It's like we need to make a make a version of our game that doesn't have skeletons in it, so we can sell it in China or Germany. <laughs> Germany not like skeletons? I forget, what, still, I forget, I forget, forget what Germans the German Germany's ones slightly are. more relaxed than they used to be. Yes. Yeah, yeah, do they, they still have a blood thing? It's all green and stuff. Yeah, because everything had to be zombies in Germany, right? Like you couldn't have you couldn't actually murder people for a while. Yes. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a fair enough rule, I suppose, <laughs> when you say it like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't remember I don't remember how that actually turned out in TikTok, but yes. But yeah, it could be that the US have banned TikTok at some point. It's so popular. Well, well I think though. they tried to, but then didn't. I think that's what right. actually happened in the US. Okay. I mean, the US can't do anything at the moment. Oh, well, <laughs> well, no, they, they can now. They've just, they they've now. just finally solved speaker. that problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that was hilarious to watch. Gosh. We were just watching the, um, the, the tweet that supposedly had some guy like reading reading out his vote in a Leroy Jenkins style and we're critiquing his Leroy Jenkins. Well, we were discussing yeah. whether it even was that reference. Was like, it a reference? Or was it just that he was saying it weird because he was extremely bored? And then everyone, <laughs> everyone latched on to being like, that's a bit Leroy. And it's like, no, I mean, I mean, maybe. I mean, it's shouting someone's name in an elongated fashion yeah. with a first name, last name. I mean, <laughs> at a certain level, that's going that's going to sound kind of like Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, I mean, my, my critique <laughs> was that he didn't he didn't lean into the Jenkins. Yeah, okay. You know, wow, he, he needed to old... say needed to say Jeffries with a lot more grunt in his yes. voice. Jeffries. Then maybe add weak to it. Yes, you know? I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it comes to that reference that I'm, Rob's going to make. I've still, uh, I've, I've, I've still never found that ad again. It's no, really annoying. I can't like, find it. Like, like I, I, I'm, I'm beginning to doubt whether it actually happened. Like whether it was the one that I dream. doubt and I can't find is is a going go want to buy some car insurance. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't think I, that really existed. No, I'm certain that did. <laughs> I'm certain. I, I, I think we shared a fever dream on that one. Like we we were in the same. We were taking the same drugs. It's, yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's one thing. It is quite hard to find old British adverts on YouTube. Surprisingly, well, from like, a certain sorry. age, it's like they yeah. have like the late 80s and then after that they sort of trail even, off even then it must be impossible to like archive every ad right 
yeah in, into especially in today's society like where there's just so goddamn many of them i guess so like but like i guess these like ad agencies and the brands don't just post the ads to their site as a video you can then well, go watch back because it goes out of date right so they don't want them there yeah that's true maybe. well yeah but i mean i guess the other question is do do these companies have archives of themselves do they keep their own I don't know. Ad, yeah, I wonder. Ad reels or whatever. Well, oh, probably there's a copy of these things. It's just like finding them yourself. Yeah. I'm not. Okay, maybe TV ads are a different thing. Yeah, maybe someone somewhere has got the asset. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, because it was a physical asset at yeah. some point, I guess. Yeah. But like, I'm just sort of thinking like smaller company ads, like maybe the jingles on the radio or something you don't actually necessarily get kept or things like that. Cause mm. You know, Hadley Tire Services, <laughs> da, 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 you know, and all that jazz. They probably don't keep every single one of those. No, probably not. <laughs> Is that the jingle for the local? Um, I mean, yeah. Local- what, a very old one at this point, but yeah. They're still using it, I believe. I still, they, they, I think they're still doing that jingle. Like, Hadley I mean, Tire Services. <laughs> We're the best by far. <laughs> <laughs> there you go not sponsored there you go <laughs> I mean it worked it's stuck in my head forever now yes but, but that that is sort of the trouble I wonder if that is actually like if we didn't live in the same part of the country that we live have lived in basically our entire lives that would be a problem right <laughs> you'd remember this advert for a company that's like sure, 100 miles away yeah, yeah. Well, I, def- yeah. I, de- I definitely uh, yeah i mean i tried at one point like i did because there's one in need of market right there's a headley tires yes. this outlet and like they they were assholes on the phone to me so so the advertising worked but the company yeah. didn't yeah well they were a bit they, you know they were, okay they weren't totally assholes they were just like that sort of like blunt oh we can't fit you in for uh, and it's like, okay, when can you? Uh, <laughs> you know, that sort of type. You know, they didn't seem bothered Shut about Shut up and take my money. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't seem bothered about my business. So, uh, fair enough. Screw them. I think carriages um, are all like that, though. <laughs> I don't know. The, 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 the dude I use now is pretty good. Um, anyway, uh, he's all right. Uh, the uh, I was about to say, there's, there's one I remember, like, f- definitely from, like, when we were pre-teen, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, uh, it was like these these radio ads for the bed factory. Yep. It's like gonna go to bed factory. Da, 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 da. I can't remember. Just remember there was just like this, like that was all I remember. But there's just the word bed factories in there somewhere. Da, 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 bed factory. <laughs> they don't exist anymore. No. It's, like, it's a furniture company that actually went out of business instead of fake going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> what the sale was. The sale, the sale was real. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't just. A, it wasn't the fake sale. <laughs> sale never ends at DFS. Yep. One advert that's got stuck in my head is the one time I went to an Ipswich Town football match, mm-hmm. like back when I was at school. Or yeah, I went with Jamie, and they obviously they kept playing like a radio ad over and over again, like in the stadium, around it. Like I kept hearing it right. everywhere that one day, and that has since stuck in my head. And it's an advert for you know instead of a transit van, buy the Vauxhall version of a van, whatever, which was called. Movano yep. or something like that. Oh, right. and it was like, and the advert was like, Movano, move what? Move on. Yeah, I, I remember that. Advert. Yeah. Wow. Move what? what? Anyway, for some reason that stuck in my head. I'm never going to buy a fucking move, a move on. Although, although it looks like they still exist. So, um, 
you know, the fact that that's in my head isn't totally useless. <laughs> it's, it's still technically relevant. <laughs> the brand, just like a transit. He says, yeah. Move what? That should have been the brand crossover. <laughs> Ooh, far, well, yeah, but they'd have had to have steal Vic and Bob off Reno. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. After they did all the Nicole oh, and that Papa is a classic. Yeah. yeah, that is a classic advert. The, the, um, the, um, what's it? And it's a reference to The Graduate, isn't it? The end of The Graduate. Well, the... Yeah, and although at the time I didn't know what The Graduate Nicole. was, so to me that was, this, it was a Wayne's World 2 reference. <laughs> like, yes. Which is in right. itself with The Graduate reference. <laughs> which is in reference. itself a Graduate reference, yeah. <laughs> and there's a, there's a Graduate reference in The Simpsons, isn't there? With the uh, It's the Abe Simpson. Mrs. Bouvier. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Because he's banging on the glass and you can't hear him, and then and when he gets through the glass, he just sounds exactly the same, just as weak. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Yeah, Bob. (laughs) Ads, man. Adverts. Yeah. They don't make them like they used to. You can find total classics like the the horrifyingly violent Tango adverts. Yes. Oh yes, every single yeah, one of like the old, like yeah, the golden all, era of Tango ads yeah. is there, and I can probably get. I'm sure you can find the um, uh, dime bars like like the Harry Enfield dime bar. <laughs> I don't know, well, maybe I, I think you can find that one, yeah. like the initial mm. one, like crunchy you know. on the inside, smooth on the outside, dime bar. Soft on the inside, crunchy on the outside. Armadillos. Yep. Armadillos. Yeah. Yeah. But which, it's you know, comes up. That, that, that's, that's, that phrasing comes up more often than you'd think in like, sh- in like cookery shows. <laughs> well, yeah. Like where they say soft on the inside, crunchy on the outside, like inside. almost word for word. Yeah. And, th- and then, of course, everyone at home suddenly goes, Armadillos. Oh, yep. yeah. I don't know if they know what they're doing when they but, do that. Yeah. yeah. It's because no one gets that reference anymore, apart from us. Maybe. I mean, I mean, also it's like harder now. Now, now that it's like IKEA, it's sort of IKEA owned, and is like a dame bar no, rather than yeah. a dime bar. Is it IKEA? I don't know. I, I, they're always in IKEA. I don't know if IKEA owned them all, but like <laughs> they, they, always, they always sell them. Meatballs and dame bars. Dame bars. Yeah. Dame. They're not that nice. <laughs> I mean, they never were. <laughs> No, exactly. I don't actually eat those. It's just an advert. I mean, if you like a lot of chocolate, then... On your biscuit? <laughs> yeah, and then just join our club. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I better p- pick up my penguin first. <laughs> so this is a podcast about video games. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we got no, no news, though. No, I, used to, I used to sodding love club biscuits, just saying that. <laughs> Club, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Skip the dime bar, join our club. I like, yeah. I like, got to level three in that club, you know. <laughs> exactly. What, three at a time, at a time? I only <laughs> ever went two at a time, and that was before shrinkflation. Oh, that's that my first introduction <laughs> yeah. to chocolate orange as well. With the, with the club, oh, yeah, they, oh, the or, yeah, the orange club. Oh, bar. it was so good, not as good as the actual chocolate orange, obviously. No, but, but I didn't know at the time, I didn't know any no. better. I'd never had a Terry's chocolate orange. Which coincidentally has one of the best adverts. Oh no, no, no! It's not the Terry's chocolate. It's orange. the Dawn French. And one, the Dawn French it? ones are great. Like, yeah, whack it! Yeah. Don't tap it, whack it! Uh, after tap and unwrap was their thing. <laughs> because um, tapping it never worked. No, no that was, no, that was bad worked. branding from the start. Whack it! Yeah. But no, I think it was like 
there's an ancient ad like for like a Cadbury's chocolate orange thing, but not like a you know a physical chocolate orange, but they were chocolate orange orange flavored chocolate. But it like it will it um uh, to recite it went. Orange is around, but we'll soon change that. Cadbury's made an orange that's long and flat. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't remember that at all. And they intentionally get like sing the flat, the word flat, flat. It's great. Flat. <laughs> flat. <laughs> and now that's got me thinking of the old uh, flake ads with the weird bunny. Yeah. Remember those? Hmm. Oh yeah, was it slightly? Oh no, was it the no? It was Cadbury's caramel that had the bunny? Yes, wasn't it? It was yeah, the, it's the caramel, caramel bunny. had the bunny. Yeah, do they still make Cadbury's caramel? Yeah. Oh yeah, I have. I eat that quite a lot. I mean, okay, it, was, it is delicious. But I just can't remember. Yeah. It didn't. Maybe is it's, it? Like, is it still in bar form? Like, can you just get like a solid lump? Of it's Cadbury's kind of caramel? just of. It's just one of the variants of milk of dairy milk. Oh, I see. So it's all well, blended yeah. in. Yeah, kind of. Well, it's, well, it's because yeah. they changed the shape of dairy milk to be more like the caramel shape, didn't they? Oh, like they smoothed nuggets. them yeah. Right, yeah. into those rounded yeah. nuggets. <laughs> Chocolate nuggets. So it's one of those, except with a hollow cavity with the caramel in the middle of the mm. of what would other... So it's the same shape as a standard so dairy milk. Yeah. But you can get them in like, well basically all the same formats as dairy milk so you can get them in big bars as well as oh can you that doesn't yeah. seem like that would work because like the normal dairy milk in big form still has the normal small squares right it, oh because the work. caramel is like the the sections are oblong i guess <laughs> they're, yeah, they're not oblong, square yeah. i think they're definitely not square in the are they maybe oh you could have to get those. I mean, I guess I they, like, they're square in like the big dairy milk bar. Yeah, that's what they? I mean. Yeah. Like, is there a mm. is there caramel inside the square? Because that's possible. Because there, there's that other not Cadbury brand yeah. thing that's like a small square with something in it. <laughs> I'm mm. being very unspecific. <laughs> I can't. I, I don't know. I just know you can get it in in the huge form. Of the caramel. Yeah, <laughs> you can get far too much caramel. Too much caramel. Yeah, by far. But I don't. I, I can't have the fruit and nut because I'm not a nut person. So I'm allergic to peanuts. So uh, if I want a variant on, oh, I can't. I, I remember um, the existence the of the, a lot of fruit and nut ads, weren't they? Yep. Like, yep. I can't remember what they, any of them were. Also, like, if Toblerone sorted themselves out, right? Just, <laughs> they undrink flavor. Yeah, because like, wasn't, there was that whole thing where they were like mostly like straight light, <laughs> like so a flat stupid. slab with the odd. I don't bit think that lasted in it. very long. That because that was so dumb. Like I can't believe they did that. I mean, I've, I mean, I've, we've got a couple. Yeah, here, I, I saw those on your shelf. It was like you yeah, just look. Like look. That, I, I, I could just look, but like <laughs> I'm sort of not eating them because Noam can't eat them at the moment. So it's like yeah, you know, solidarity. Although I'm eating all the Lieberkuchen, you know, sugar. Lieberkuchen. Uh, Lieberkuchen. <laughs> what's a Lieberkuchen? It's like a ginger biscuit. It's like a. It's not really a biscuit. Is it? It's like like half cake, half. <laughs> how do you, what do you call it like, it's like a soft cookie I guess soft, yeah soft not quite yeah somewhere in the middle Similar. between like it's a it's a hard cake and like an, a hard, an iced hard ginger cake in like but not bite hard size hard form. but uh, yeah not like it's tea. hard for a cake hard for a cake yeah harder <laughs> stiff it's like, it's like a cake that's gone off <laughs> a stiff cake but but not but they're not like stale dry but like, yeah they're, I don't know how, I don't know how to describe them like sponge 
Salt sponge. No, it's like it would be a hard sponge. I mean, I'll go get the packet and read it in a second. But <laughs> well, we can use the the descriptive terms section to see what it actually what they say that they are. <laughs> mm. Anyway, so it's a ginger, ginger sweet treat. It's a ginger fig. Liebkuchen. It's just fun to say. Beers more. Okay. <laughs> Get it back to video yeah, games, I guess. Video games. I, saw, I saw that what? there, Avatar. Yeah. What do you think of that there? It's too way long. of surprising. <laughs> did you go to the loop before you started, as, as I, is the advice? I did, and I still had to break my rule of like trying not to. And like in the in the mid bit when they're you know, learning to faff in the water. Learning, yeah. Um, learning the way of water. Yeah, that, that was like, oh, this montage is going to be long, isn't it? Like, yeah. I, 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 could, I could bail out how at to, this point. I was right, the montage was still going when I came back. <laughs> yep. It's like, oh, this time it's a sea dragon. Wow, okay. It's There's an awful lot of that movie that could be cut very easily. There's, there's too Wailing much. bad. Wailing yeah. very bad. <laughs> I mean, yes, true. But, like, yeah, that's... And, you know, one, one too many things happening in the end sequence, you know, it's like, oh, and another oh. bloody thing. Oh, and they were doing the same thing again. Oh, that's, to the point where the people, there was a couple of people sat next to us who like, when, when, you know, the sequence is pretty much over and then some extra little thing happens. They're like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, know, it's happening. <laughs> Just when you think it's over, it's like the end of Return of the King. It's like, oh, it's not thing. that bad. But like the, the Return of the King is like multiple pointless end, extra endings like this was just, yeah it was this still is the, the sequence of the and it's like fucking sequence you don't need and, I, and then they they to the point where the kid has to lampshade the fact that she gets keeps getting tied up or whatever she's like oh fuck's sake i'm tied up again yeah the, 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 they even say it they they know they know yeah i don't know it was I mean, it's clearly very well made. I don't have any yeah, problems with it. I watched one. it in 3D IMAX because I had, you know, I, I yeah. kind of felt obliged. And, you know, the Why 3D not? quality yeah. is really good. The image quality is excellent. CG quality in general is is top Really notch. good. Aside yeah. from maybe when boats are crashing, that kind of mm. looked a touch ropey, but that's just, I, I guess that like, I don't know how people falling out of a boat are supposed to look <laughs> actually supposed to look <laughs> yeah okay fair um but yes yeah, it's, it's too long they, they they needed an editing pass yeah but who's going to say no to james cameron at this point uh, yeah <laughs> it's, it's just, but it's just there was there was no shit. narrative benefit to spending as much time as they did with <laughs> the family learning no. the way of water and the internal strife <laughs> and all that they just spent far too much time on that and it's yeah. like but that's Bro. the point, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not meant to be a, a it's not meant to be a like tight narrative movie. Tight it's meant to be annoying yeah. spectacle forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely succeeds there. Yeah, but the but the, the first film was long and isn't nearly as annoying in that regard. Like there is mm. a there is a there's a bit more of a flow. I think the pacing is better, and it's um, I don't know. The, yeah, the first film works way better than this one. Well, that's because it's a sequel, and it's because it's. It's basically having to do it all again, even though it shouldn't have to do it all again. But it is doing it all it's again. Sort of not, yeah. The pacing isn't quite the same this time round. And and yeah, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of like 
there is a lot of spectacle in the first film, but it like and spectacle for spectacle's sake. But yeah, it, I felt, felt it just it just feels like it works a lot better in that instance. Maybe is it? I mean, the first film's quite straight laced as well. Like it doesn't like yeah. lean too much into the odd joke. And this one does not do that ever, pretty much. No, it's there's like, not much levity in it, is there? No, and I think that's that's sort of a problem because you're not. It's too straight laced. Yeah, which is, and I wonder if that's just because you know the Marvel effect, right? Where it's like now every action film has to be slightly comical. Um, oh, you think you expect that now? Yeah, but I, I wonder, don't know. I wonder it's... if I've just got too used to it. Um, as, as opposed Maybe. to expect it, you see what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. it's just become. Both things don't have to. I don't know, but it does help sometimes, especially mm. with something like Avatar. I don't know. Especially with all the family scenes. It's like, surely the family could have done something funny. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of the weird, like, Mowgli boy? <laughs> like, what's I his name? Spider. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he clearly only exists to make the sequel possible. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers, but um, uh, yeah, it's pretty stupid. It's pretty stupid. What do you think of my favourite stupid coffee thing? <laughs> Where this time she drinks coffee with power armor for some reason. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. To be honest, oh, you didn't notice that. Oh, that's my favourite part from the original Avatar. Is like amplified. <laughs> Where he's drinking the coffee this time. This time she drinks the coffee with the power armor. But the. And I think he drinks the coffee when he's an avatar as well, which I don't even know if, you know. Yeah, does that, um, does that even help appreciate avatar biology? I don't know. <laughs> or I've, I've forgotten what they're even called, what the, what the species is. The Navi. Navi, yeah, that's it. Oh, that was really clumsy exposition where they're like, oh, isn't that so unfair that, like, um, you know, us humans can only breathe Pandoran air for like one minute, but you, you, you Navi can breathe human air for like twenty minutes or something like that. They had to explain that or something, and there's just a really clumsy bit of expository dialogue to explain that. I mean, it was never implied that Earth air was toxic to the no. Navi anyway. It was Navi, totally, no, it was, it was totally unnecessary. Yeah. But- because you know the avatars are in human lab, but I suppose they are still masked up, aren't they, in the human lab? Whenever you see the avatars, like in oh. in the first film, like all the scientists around them are usually masked up. So I guess they're in a yeah, they're in a, they're in an outside they're environment. In a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're in a Pandoran environment. Pandoran. Yeah. Yes. It's ne- I mean, it, they never in the first movie they don't go into the specifics of what it is, but I do, they vaguely reference that it's like it's not like it's the actual gases it's like it's something spores yeah or something. spores or something yeah. something natural not like the literal chemicals mm. yeah <laughs> anyway Zach you put your finger on it when we were talking about it before when I was talking about it before is that like the unobtainium is not mentioned at all nope. but the new the new unobtainium that comes from the whales or whatever it's like how did they figure that out that there was unobtainium with the whales and um, that it stops aging <laughs> yeah supposedly it's just like one line and it's like how did they work that out <laughs> well like, they needed... how long they've been on the planet for uh, well I guess they, like this expedition has been on the planet a year yeah, I guess. And they've managed to, and they brought a whole bunch more stuff this time. 
they've got like a giant whaling um it's not even a ship it's like a well but that's the caspian sea monster but it's like why would you why would you bring that (laughs) like what 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 were they coming here to do before they discovered the whale thing yeah Uh, they kind of explain they sort of explain a lot of that away by at one point by just being like hey we've got spiders that can build shit real quick like and we can build every so i guess they you could, have, could guess that they built a shipyard. <laughs> they just, yeah, they just they built what playing, they needed at the time. The humans are playing Total Annihilation. Is right, what's yes. going on. No, what? Do you think when they came back, they just got all the unobtainium? They just didn't mention that? Um, no, because it was all under the tree, tree. and they didn't yeah. go for that. Well, but they blew up the tree, so it should be yeah. totally available now, right? They blew up the tree? <laughs> yes, that's oh, the whole yeah, thing. I suppose they did. <laughs> they blew up yeah. the tree. It was the other tree that was not that near, even because it was way up in the mountains. Right, yeah. But that was the one that didn't get blown up. Yeah, the spirit tree, not the actual home the tree, tree tree. Yeah, which is where the other day it was. So maybe they did come maybe back. They and just, that. just went and got it. Yeah. Oh, nobody's here anymore. Well, that's convenient. But that can't have been all of it. It was. It wasn't just like one. They said that was the best deposit. That wasn't like the only deposit. Yeah, because they had one already, right? <laughs> yeah, they were already like, mining it. Yeah, uh, it's no longer it's no longer humanity's focus. Apparently, they don't, for some they reason, don't the, they don't like, mention uh, it at all. All yeah. they say is like, "Earth is dying. We need a new home." It's it's, it's turned into that, and they're like, "Pandora is the closest thing we've got." <laughs> but then, why do you want the anti aging thing? thing? Yeah, I don't know why they why that's a thing. I don't know why that's mentioned. Because they seem to make it sound like, hey, it's it's not just a military option on the uh, operation on the planet. There's just some dudes out to make money. Well, I mean, that sort of makes. I mean, if if you, but like, how does money? What, why does that exist? Well, why does like, money exist? Yeah. <laughs> on this venture if it's that important to humanity why is that a thing I mean shouldn't have shouldn't have the unobtainium completely fucked up the entire like monetary system of the whole earth at this point <laughs> like it was so valuable and it had such ridiculous properties it'd be like if you like in in modern times if you could asteroid mine <laughs> that's gonna fuck up the, the economy quite badly all that goddamn platinum suddenly mm. <laughs> And I said it before, but I'd still find it a really weird choice that, like, the captain of the whaling ship is this over-the-top Australian, and then the first officer is played by Jermaine Clement, and they're like, mm-hmm. well, he can't be in New Zealand, so do an American accent. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> why have they got him doing an American accent? It's weird. And there's nothing funny, so, like, yeah. why, why is he even there? Yeah. It's so weird. He's not... I mean, he's not even a meaningful character, is he? <laughs> no. Like, okay, we're definitely going into slight. I mean, there's, there's spoilers all over this conversation, slightly. But like, he's a sort slightly. of sympathetic character, but still sort takes of. part in the wailing. Yeah, and then just unceremoniously dies. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, he's not that sympathetic. He's like, he's got like moral qualms about it, but then he does it anyway. But it's still so it's like, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a weird. It's is weird. I'm not even sure where they'll go with it because it didn't really sequel up, did it? Even like, I it, know. Didn't, it didn't sequel back that much, other than the fact well, we know that the first one didn't, did it. So, I mean, yeah, there's the underbaked nature of Kitty's character, right? In that it doesn't. No one seems. Oh, that, that, I mean, that's so okay. Yeah, definite spoiler territory <laughs> yeah. here, but that's weird in itself. And it's like she's clearly got some sort of supernatural ish 
or some extra connection with Awy, you know, the spirit of the planet. And nobody seems to notice and or care. And it's like, yeah. or make a big fuss of what's going on. It's so odd. What happened they to the thing for the first times, movie? They're just where... like, oh, well, that's a thing. <laughs> you know, it's really weird. Yeah, and it's like, clearly that's going to be... A... to like the shit underwater, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and that's, that's sort and of going to be the big deal for the sequels. <laughs> Surely, surely that's the that's the one hook we've got, right? Other other than because did they talk about the dying? thing that that isn't really a thing, but they mentioned for some reason in the first film where it's like, oh, there's like a there's like a I don't know, like a natural internet where they plug into the yeah. <laughs> planet <laughs> yes. and then they could yeah, but they did they don't really talk about that, but she that does seem to be plugging into it. I mean, that, that is the planet spirit, right? Basically. Mm, yeah. It's just, it's, it's like, it's basically the story to Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri. Right? <laughs> right. Well, it was never really the explained as The mind worms and the fungus, and then it turns into the planet mind, then you talk to it. Yeah, it was never really explained as like the internet, was it? Like it's kinda, <laughs> They did it's, say that, specifically. Oh, did they? Like, the I mean, it's, like, it's, that it's was not the, actually how it That works, was the joke, it? but, it's, but it's, it sounded so ridiculous, and then the guy laughed it off, because he was like, what the fuck are you smoking? But it's not actually how it, how it works, though, is it? They sort of share their memories with the planet, and the, right, they, can, they yeah. can use well, it to revisit memories. I mean, but that's kind of about yeah. it. And it's like also, they, also it's the you know, the five five seven live stream. And yeah, the <laughs> I, live stream. I mean, it's never been implied that it's like so they can't talk to their spirit tree and have that talk to the water people's spirit tree. You know, it's not like a comms method. Well, like, maybe. I mean, maybe not between land based plants and water-based plants maybe <laughs> maybe there's maybe there's a species barrier separate, at a certain point works yeah yeah. Uh, yeah can't talk to each other so weird encryption's different thing <laughs> so yeah i mean clearly we could look to alpha Centauri to tell us how this is going to end one way or another either you become one with the planet or the planet rises up and kills everything <laughs> What you reckon? There's no like. Oh no! It's going to be like the happy, crappy ending, isn't it? Right, where the Navi are all fine, except some of them are dead. <laughs> yeah, but that's, all of the, that's all of these endings. It'll return to normal, or it'll be like, oh, we're living in harmony with the humans. Well, yes, but like, that's what, probably what will be. That, that's what it, it still it still has to link into the planet though somehow. Because <laughs> I, I mean, if we're imagining escalation. They're going to have to resolve that the the planet spirit point at some, some point. Gyre's dying. Yes, exactly. You know, Final Fantasy movie. Oh god, the any, any of these, any of these video game references that are exactly the same story. Hmm. <laughs> it's totally going to be about meteor, isn't it? Well, I mean, I would that. Well, as I theorized before, the sequel had come out when we when we just rewatched the first one. It's just like you know, if you want to get rid of the native population, nuke it from orbit, just drop an asteroid on them. <laughs> Fucking, you, you're in space. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> that is a very good point. Why, why haven't they bothered with any of that? I mean, they kind of did when they landed. They kind of, they kind of got rid of a whole in this one. Yeah, yeah it's like explode everything. Yeah. But yes, you know, I guess it, they want the planet actually, to be somewhat livable, so they can't just nuke everything. I mean, I guess, but I don't think they care that much, or at least the corporation doesn't. You could easily just drop an asteroid on them, <laughs> so it could be a meteor. <laughs> Less of a magical meteor, more of a technological meteor. 
because as 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 we also speculated, it's like they've done land, they've done water. What's left? Air, but that wouldn't be very interesting. So it's got to be like caves, right? <laughs> they got to go fully underground, get right down into the live stream, and then that will fuck <laughs> oh, everything up. Oh boy, yes, that, that is that is exactly what's coming. I'm on board with this. <laughs> As long as we get to go inside someone's mind and, and look, look at their memories in a weird, like, ghost form, like you do in Final Fantasy VII. I mean, they sort of already do that. <laughs> well, sure, <laughs> but not, not in exactly that way. Yeah. Yes, there'll be something about going deeper, yeah. for sure. They'll discover another, even better, unobtainium mineral that's further down. Or just... <laughs> A bigger tree. But everyone like, thinks it's, yeah, is it all going to be underground? But it's like, will that be visually as good? And I have the same question for Breath of the Wild, what, what or Tears of the Kingdom. Like, if it's, I, mean, I they, get that they're going up in the sky, but if they go underground as well, it's like, is that going to be cool? Yeah. I, I'm trying to think where that has worked. I mean, Skyrim like, has that, right? Where there's like well, a weird underground. Just make everything really, kind of really glowy. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, well, way to make was, it, yeah. if you're imagining the Avatar version of underground, it will be all kinds of weird, like ridiculous crystal formations and all kinds yeah, of that's true. <laughs> ridiculous yeah. bullshit. Glowy plants. <laughs> More, even more glowy plants. Yes, even more glowy plants. I mean, everyone's got like like glow bits on them anyway. Right? Yes, like, everyone is photoluminescent. Yeah, no, that's not the right word. Yeah, for whatever. No, no, yeah, bioluminescent. Yeah, <laughs> photoluminescent is a bit of a redundant one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, unless it like the Polaroids are glowing in the dark. Or is it? Or is that a luminescent photo? <laughs> Possibly. I mean, photo is a bit of a weird uh, abbreviation for photograph, isn't it? Because the photo part just means light. Yes. So, so when you talk about photos, you just talk about light rather than a light graph or like a light capture. You've, you've taken away the part that actually has meaning. <laughs> but I guess that's quite common in abbreviations and things. Sure. It's like a lot of people call university uni. And it's like uni, that just means one, <laughs> doesn't it? Or like, yeah, yeah university is too one? long. Yeah, fair enough. University isn't, isn't a two words, words anyway, is it? No, it's, it's universe. A single, it's a single word. Yeah, but uni is a it's a prefix. It's not. It's not well. Like uni- same as universe. Like yeah, but what? what why? Why is university called university? Is it the? Is it the like the universal school? <laughs> I think so. I'm not actually sure. Maybe it's like yeah. Originally, it was like universal knowledge of what was what was actually available to. Because then it's not. Students. It's not. It's not a prefix of uni attached to another word. It's still the whole world yeah. world of world of universe. I guess, which is. Is that a prefix? What does verse mean in universe? <laughs> right, yeah. Universe. And then I suppose multiverse, yeah. right? It's like there's more than one verse. That's more like a that's more like a backronym, except not yeah, a backronym. That's true. Whatever you I call that in. I don't know. I don't know. Backro prefix. Backro prefix. Right. Uh, we've thoroughly exhausted all all news, I think. All none of it. <laughs> All none of it. Should we talk about what we've been playing? Um, I mean, since Christmas. I mean, we could, we could, we could vaguely shout out to uh, our good, uh, good friend of Jim Carner, Ken Block. <laughs> oh yeah, poor old Ken yeah. Block. As it, as it turns out, bad season for snowmobile accidents. 
Yeah, well, Jeremy Renner. It was a bad time of snow. <laughs> yeah. Time of snow. Too much snow. So, yeah. But, I mean, at um, least in the... I mean, at least in the Kenblock case, you have to assume he was doing something ridiculous with a snowmobile. It wasn't just like a boring accident. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean... Yes, I mean, in my head, he was doing some sick-ass jump. Yes, but, sick. Yeah, or attempting no. to, anyway. But, but like, I'm not, I'm not I, don't know, I don't really know. Presumably, you could go into powder on a snowmobile and it just dig in and then flip. Sure. Yeah, I, and it I, landed on him, right? I don't yeah. feel like, well, I mean, if you were unlucky, but I feel like the, you have a reasonably good chance of not immediately dying from getting crushed by a snowmobile. They're not that heavy. They're pretty heavy. Mm. But, I mean, they're pretty heavy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like a motorbike. It's, it's definitely a bad time. It's like heavier than a motorbike. It's, it just takes, it motorbike, just takes yeah. one thing to land in the wrong place, right? And you're, you're in trouble. But then on the other hand, you could get run over by a snowplow that weighs as much as three cars and still live. So. <laughs> People need to get, be careful with this snow. <laughs> with all this freaking, snow? Yeah. Freaking Michael Schumacher drove yeah, so yeah. fast, so much, and then he goes skiing and <laughs> that's... Don't be a racing legend is apparently like be be a racing yeah. be like a middle of the road racing <laughs> guy and you're probably okay. Yeah. So. Stick to the cars. Don't don't branch out like Colin McRae and try and fly a helicopter then. Or drive a sleeper. Yeah, it's a sort of car. It's no car. Helicopter's a sort of car. It's a flying car. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, so shout 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 out to to, to him, and because you know, you sort of put a slightly indelible mark on rally games. Yeah, Jim Carney influence. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the Hoonigan cars still turn up in Forza Horizon and things like that. It's uh... sad times. Yeah. That is the news. It's time for what have you been playing? Uh, should we start with Zach this time? Yeah, since uh, we last caught up, which was our kind of game of the year podcast, we did get out of the way what we'd been playing, didn't yes. we? So, yeah. so since then, and you know, it's it, it was been Christmas, so new de- new yeah. games, I guess. Exactly, new games. To you. Play. But first, let me talk about an old game briefly <laughs> again. Match, of course. Because um, I wanted to talk about Rocket League in specifically because apparently bots are now a thing in Rocket League, or oh, they're starting what, to become a thing. What? Which is going to be a in, problem. What, in ranked matches, yeah, in ranked. What to do in under what circumstance? Like when presumably they're going to avoid trying to matchmake like that. But well, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about real bots. I'm not talking about AI. Oh, <laughs> I right, mean, I am so, talking about AI, but I'm talking about. I'm not talking about. AI as in what AI means in Rocket League. I'm talking about bots. <laughs> bots playing the game masquerading as users. Yes, connecting to ranked. Wow, okay. I mean, That's so, a bit of a problem. Yes, it is a bit of a problem. So what happened was, so there's always been mods for Rocket League and there's been a lot of training pack mods for like practicing dribbling or flying or whatever, sure. car control. Yeah. And then one of the more famous, like, or more comprehensive i guess packs of these things they'd recently started trying to basically make a tr- a training a, like a bot 
to be a training opponent, basically, which was and therefore a, like better than the shitty AI of Rocket League, right? To make it like, a bit, to make a, a, a always confident bot. Mm, okay. But the trouble is that they did that, <laughs> and then the code leaked, and then people. Well, I mean, they were presumably going to release it at some point anyway, but the code also leaked, right. <laughs> and it's it's a machine learning thing. Like it's not it's not just like code code, mm. but some. But then apparently some some people have worked out how to link that into like the actual controller inputs or whatever to just and then just you can just connect that to a ranked game. I mean, that sort of makes sense if it was like a machine learning. With all the usual stimulus and stuff like that, and it just translates those into control yeah. in, within the physics engine, then yeah, sure. I mean, apparently it can only really do dribbles and flicks. It can't do aerials yet. Mm. And I mean, it this version won't be a, it. Like it's it's not going to evolve any more than it currently is. It's like a. It's not sure. You'd have to train them. Yes, it's more. not. It's yeah. not actually linked to a like model at currently. Right. It's like it's an export of what it had learned to this point. Of course. So yeah. it's not going to get any better. But it's it's very good at dribbling and flicks. I mean, sure, someone will be training it somewhere. <laughs> well, yes. Well, kind of. Maybe like, maybe the original devs. Are still well, the original devs anyway. like once it once it got out that it leaked like they sort of communicated with Cynex and were like this is this is real bad we've seen these in ranked and then Cynex were like can you please not make any more bots right now <laughs> while we try and sort this out maybe if we can yeah don't don't do any releases while we try and figure out how to block this <laughs> I mean how can they block it well I mean I've seen I mean depending on how that thing actually interacts with Rocket League I mean it is pretty obvious if you look at it like it's it's very bot-like in its in its precision and obviously because it can't do anything like aerials and it also doesn't really understand demos or anything it's very obvious in that way what like if you can do something it's not capable of dealing with then it it's it's obviously a bot (laughs) but then players can do a lot of things that i can't deal with (laughs) yeah but that's different (laughs) and like then i mean i saw people speculating that like because of the way it, it must, because of the way it's that precise and it always does things in a certain way, because that's just how it's been trained, it should be reasonably detectable. Like, because of the way it dribbles, if it's dribbling on like a, if it's dribbling the ball and turning at the same time, it's, you know, it's doing a perfect arc, which, you know, humans are never going to be able to input a control that precisely. There's always I mean, going to be you wiggle. Just, then you just put a little bit of analog in and just leave it. Yeah, but not, not like, smoothly like that mm. not from one straight line to input to a perfect curve like the humans are always going to be making micro adjustments even if you don't think they are sure yeah. i mean i guess like depends on the resolution of the input or whatever i mean i sort of figured it would be the opposite right because like when they trained i thought that would be the detection method like because when they trained like uh, a ai by watching gran turismo like to perfect a lap like it ended up doing like super twitchy. Like everything was like create like the, the inputs were super fast, but twitching all over the place. Yeah, well, that might and, just, like, and that, 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 that ended up being the optimal way to play Gran Turismo. Well, yeah, <laughs> but that might be like kind of the opposite end of the spectrum, where it's like it's changing things so fast that it's it's actually being sensed as smooth. Essentially, like the game doesn't register the inputs that quick enough anyway, so it's actually effectively smooth. I mean, I mean, maybe yeah, it depends on when it samples the controller, I guess. But um, I, 
would guess that the AI would have to be in sync with the games. So, I mean, maybe not. Maybe I don't know how these things are trained, but um depends how the training works. The problem mm. is, is like now the code is out there though, right? Like what's stopping someone from making something that runs external to Rocket League and is literally just... Well, I mean, controlling. that probably is how it yeah. works. I mean, it's probably just linked into like a DLL or whatever. It's like probably the code is just running... Is just outputting inputs into Windows, basically. Yeah, it's, what, it's watching the memory or whatever to figure out what's going on, and then maybe depending on how the memory map works in Rocket League, but because presumably that's how the bots that's how the bot would have worked in the training mode in, mm. as a mod of Rocket League, because it, it would have had to have still act, been a player, basically. Oh well, it doesn't matter anyway. I'm out, so <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Why well, it probably would have been higher rank than you would have seen anyway when the bot oh, started turning up. Oh yeah, I, I might be at slight risk of seeing them. I think they um, people have been saying that they that the bots are about champion two level. Oh wow, okay, so they're pretty competent. Really. Well, but only only at dribbling though, hmm. which makes them very. Are they rubbish at defense? Well, well, the trouble is there's all there's also been some speculation that there's also another bot or another bot like program going around at the moment that has that has it's not a full like ai like it can't play the game by itself but it, you can like turn it on to do specific things like there's a defense uh, mode and like a demo mode <laughs> this is the end of video games yeah basically <laughs> or competitive video games anyway. <laughs> i mean God, the people that run this shit they fucking suck well it's just like the 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 actual problem with it. I mean, it's legitimately interesting from a technical perspective that these things exist. Mm. Don't get me wrong, but from from mm. an actual game perspective, anyone who runs this or anyone who runs any kind of cheating in a competitive environment, you're a moron. Well, yes, but like play the goddamn game. Well, yes, but like what like what is the benefit? I mean, like to be better than you are. Well, yeah, but like in Rocket League, what do you even get? You get a f- one fancy boost a season, I yeah, guess. I, guess. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are people hoping to achieve? I mean, like, there's a, you know, there's, aside from the obvious, which is that people get a kick out of just ruining people's day. Yeah, but would you even when you were running a bot? I mean, you'd have to sit there and watch it, I guess, if you wanted to experience that. <laughs> I mean, isn't that right? Like, the only reason people like cheat in like CS and and. Stuff like that, you know, with wall hacks and all that stuff to be like, oh, I can see where this guy yeah, is. Wall, I can wall hacks him. isn't like input it's control, like, though. That's like letting you see things true, you're not true. be able to it's, see. It's a little different, but still, like it's, it's a. That's me. You're, you're, you're not besting someone, are you? You're, well, no, but that's. Uh, I mean, that's. It's cheating, but it's not like you're still. You are still playing the game. You're just getting an unfair advantage and therefore winning more than you should, and therefore ranking higher than you should. Whereas in this Rocket League case, it's a bot playing the whole game, or at least large portions yeah. of the game. If it's this toggleable one, I suppose you're right. I suppose you're right. Like the satisfaction is lower because you're not involved from a cheating pers- from a, from the cheating psychology perspective. Yes. But the, then, but then uh, what, so what is the end game? Like, are they trying to just rank up to the point where they get no? Like, oh, you might be pro. Ooh. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, but like, that's you can't sustain that. Like, like, there's no, there's no through path to be like, I used a bot to cheat my rank high enough that I got picked up by an esports team, and then what? Yeah, and <laughs> like, then what? that doesn't yeah. work. And then what? Yeah, <laughs> or is it for like people who want to just grind the battle pass out automatically? I mean, I guess. I mean, that that sort of makes sense to me. Like, if you just want to. 
churn through the battle pass and get all the stuff. You don't need to be high ranked for that. You don't have to be high ranked. You can make a shit bot. You can make a bot that just puts random inputs into the game and eventually you can make up enough in the battle pass. I mean, maybe. Yeah, just idling. But maybe you want it believable so people don't flag it. Sure, but I mean, this one is flaggable in the other direction. It's too, too much obvious that it's a bot. But like the tr- actual problem with it is that because it's an export of a machine learning code and it can't learn anymore, if it could learn anymore, the problem would solve itself because all the bots would just go past everyone else and then we'd never see them. <laughs> then competitive wouldn't be ruined because you'd yeah. never see the bots. They'd all be playing against each other. <laughs> that would solve the problem. They try and haven't they tried to do that in other games before where if you've been flagged as a your account's been flagged as a cheater, like it sort of segregates the user base yes. a little bit. And you go into like, the, here's, here's the suspected cheater's pool. Yes, I mean, they have done that regularly with different games. And I don't know if Rocket League's ever done that, but it's definitely possible. Mm. <laughs> because I feel like it's just such a I really, don't see the same people much. It's just such a really, I don't get it. I mean, it's just, it's just a, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't get it. I just, I just don't get it. Like what? It's not cool. Playing with cheats like back in the day, like again, like when we were like kill a ninety our way through Quake. Or <laughs> That's a different thing. Like, yeah. or, or wasn't that? It wasn't even kill a ninety. Kill a ninety was a mod, right? But like, yeah, just, just turn an, impulse nine. That was it. That was what I was thinking of. You just impulse nine your way through Quake. I don't know. That's, that was a right laugh. But um, God mode and all that stuff like yeah cheats in offline like sure you're just having a laugh at nobody's expense and it's like I guess you're trying to have a laugh in a game you like but the problem is is it comes at everyone's enjoyment expense I don't know I shall employ my mantra for life which is don't be a dick yeah Yep, that's the uh, it's the Wheaton uh, formulation of the golden rule. Or that, that Penny Arcade t-shirt that I lost many a year ago and I haven't been able to find. <laughs> just, Jesus says, don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's happening in Rocket League. Also, I played in Rocket, Rocket League. League. And I had a very annoying lemon run where at the start of the, start, the, start of the session, I was doing... Great. I guess I was I was I was having the old like golf luck of like I hadn't played for a while and then I was awesome. Right. Yes. <laughs> Just like we do when we play golf. But, I, mean, I mean, it's been long enough. Yeah. That I highly doubt that's going to happen next time we play. Probably. But I was having that. I was doing. Oh, I was doing pretty good, and my teammates were doing pretty good. And I was like, "Holy shit, we, I might actually rank up a bit tonight." But then, like, I guess maybe I dropped off a bit, but my teammates definitely dropped off a lot more. And then my rank just went straight down. <laughs> I was like, "Oh god, damn it! Never mind then." Lemons. I mean, I mean, everyone, everyone's like hot period is a different length. <laughs> I did definitely go through like a hot period in some sessions, right? I always, I mean, it's. I think it's definitely noticeable for me when it's like when I haven't played for a while, and I just, for some reason, I get I get better when I haven't played, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. Is it because you're sort of? I'd, sometimes it's like the it's the you're sort of separated from caring a little bit. Sometimes <laughs> if it's been a long time, I think I I care that much <laughs> ever. 
I mean, it is frustration when you're on, when you're on a pure losing streak, which was pretty much my entire last season of Rocket League. <laughs> it was just one big losing streak. But... It doesn't feel good. So there's that. I play some of that. Now we can talk about new games, I guess. Well, new. sort of new. Because <laughs> as usual, maybe not new. Because the first one that I've been playing is a game that's actually pretty old at this point that I just never got round to. But I always thought that I would. was Creeper World 4. Oh, right, yes. Because <laughs> I was like, I've played Creeper World 3 <laughs> plenty. Hmm. Now I can play 4. Because that came out, I don't know how many years ago at this point, quite a few. Hmm. And I'd just been n- not getting around to buying it and playing it. But I went in and, and it is still one of those. <laughs> it is still basically exactly the same game, but now in 3D. <laughs> Oh, I see. <laughs> they, gave, they gave it a graphics overhaul. Yeah. So, remind me: is this the one with the sort of where the creep, the creeper, is sort of like just a sort of goop yeah, layer? It's just a goop, <laughs> just a pile of goop that, that spreads across the surface. Which again, like, but not. So is the. I think I talk about this like, every time you talk about yeah. creeper. I get reminded that the, there's a game called Grey Goo that was kind of like no, this. that's an RTS. Yeah. Okay, that was more RTS, right? <laughs> I mean, this is technically an RTS, I guess. It's sort of a tower defense as well, I guess you could consider it. Kind of, except it's a goop. So, it, it, like, your tower defense is not on a specific area, it's on the whole front, because right. the goop just comes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it does... I, I always wondered, like, when I was playing 2, when it's just top-down, it's just like, this must look real weird if you if you could actually see it. Mm. And it does. <laughs> Like you got this, but it's mainly it's mainly just like a level design thing because like I mean you're always going to have a map boundary edge where there's just going to be a flat edge at the edge of the map because mm. that's just how maps work in a game like this. So that's always going to be weird, but you know you could you could accept that. You sort of hide it. You fade out. Well, you could, but that would be kind of difficult to determine where the actual edge of the zone is. And it would still look weird if the creeper didn't flow in that direction, like mm. off the map. So they just like don't really bother. But then the design of the game also just has impassable pits. So like the creeper just comes up to this cliff and just stops because there's a pit, <laughs> which it, it can flow down into normal pits on the map but not these specific unpassable pits right are they like <laughs> like black holes do they look like they go like down forever well, in, the, or? in free in the 2d world it was like space mm. like you were just on a floating asteroid and it was just space oh i see right i mean it didn't make sense how gravity worked in that case but it like visually that sort of made sense there were i think there were some levels that still just had impossible holes but in this one it's like it's just like a different texture Mm. (laughs) it's a different texture of ground that the creeper for some reason doesn't want to go into so yes it can look kind of weird when you've just got like this sheer vertical wall of creeper on on the Mm. edge of this cliff but I think the other reason that it doesn't look completely ridiculous in 3D is I think they like toned down the heights, like the specific numbers that it could build up to. Because in two, you could easily get like this tile has t- over two hundred creeper on it, so two hundred units tall. Oh right, so that's how they. Rep- okay, I didn't I didn't know that about it. Like I, I just assumed the cre- like, there was either creep or there wasn't. No, like, it's like a actually- depth, which is why okay. it flows mm. from the high from the high areas. 
but then now it's represented in 3D so you could actually see that much easier than in the 2D representation wow. but the but the heights are like obviously like limited to make it look not completely ridiculous tidal wave and obviously then some of the minor new things that have been added in this game are almost seem intentionally designed to specifically make ripples like there's this one specific type of enemy i guess you would call it that like collects creeper when it's sitting in creeper builds up a big pile of it and then like releases it i i assume it also like multiplies it so it like it actually creates more after it's done this like collection and release but really all it does is like make a ripple because it collects it for a while and then releases it all in one big verse so it makes a riffle on the surface and it's like that's obviously been designed that way on purpose is it a way to it's not just create... a multiplier it's like it releases it in a big chunk specifically right. to sort of create a wave effect. yeah to create a wave across the surface so it can sort of press your defenses is that the idea yeah sort of... and then there's other there's other like there's a type of terrain where it periodically just multiplies everything that's on top of it so like that also creates little ripples mm, right, <laughs> so like yeah. there's these very specific things that seem to be made more or less to just make ripples because now you can see them are they so they are important gameplay wise like not just well fancy visual things I mean, yes, like if you don't let the creeper hit these things that multiply them, then obviously that's good because then you can kill it quicker. <laughs> but apart from that, it's substantially the same where it's like you get the same guns. Hmm. Even the story is, well, I mean, I guess the story is, isn't the same and kind of in all of the creeper games, it's always the same story anyway. You're fighting the creeper, and like you, <laughs> land on thing, and you find bear. and you find out what what the creeper is doing, which is generally the same thing as the reapers in Mass Effect, <laughs> except yeah, it's okay. a goop. <laughs> it comes along every now and then to wipe out civilization and and steal all the data, I guess. But yeah, so the creep is clever. Well, kind of, like it absorbs information somehow. <laughs> <laughs> they go into that slightly more in three, and I haven't got to that. I don't know if they're going to go into that in four. At the moment, it's like in DNA four discs. <laughs> in four, you're like time traveling. Like, okay, the shark has been jumped. <laughs> well, kind of. Except, like in the in three, you time travel once. You end up in the future, and then you're stuck there. And then you have to like you 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 are like the sole survivor in the universe at that point. So you have to fight the creeper. <laughs> Great. But in this game, you accidentally time travel and then eventually discover that you've time traveled and then you're like, oh, but now I'm in the future, so what can I do? Well, I guess I fight the creeper. <laughs> it's like, so, yeah, basically the same thing. Can't you just, like, run away a bit? Well, that, it, it does, in a text log in this game, it does say, like, you, you have a choice here now that you've discovered that you are, in fact, time traveling and not, like, moving in physical space, which is what you thought you were doing. You thought you were jumping between planets, but it's actually the same planet, but just at different times. So now that you've discovered that, you can either continue to just jump randomly through time and like maybe you'll land in a place where the creeper isn't around, or you can stay in this specific time period and try and actually fight the creeper for real. Mm. <laughs> but it's not actually a choice. You just you stay there and fight, because <laughs> that's the game. Sure. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it is. So, but you're the only dude left. Uh, in this bit of the timeline, yeah, I guess. So, so unless you can figure out how to t- like jump backwards, what's the point? Well, in this game, they they're like 
if you can beat the creeper now, you'll be you'll be benefiting the next civilization that rises up. So you know, maybe that's good. Maybe if you're just maybe you're just doing the universe a good thing, doing this planet a solid. Yeah. Or maybe I mean I guess I haven't got to the end of this story, so maybe there'll be some kind of twist where you do, you know, find a way back or whatever. Hmm. <laughs> Who knows? I forget how Creeper World Three actually ended. Like there's the final boss battle, and then like there's the you can you can merge with the creeper and become evil, or you can be good and continue to fight. But I don't remember what happens after you win. <laughs> I'm one with the creeper. But yeah, it's mostly the same. And the funny thing is, just like at around Christmas, the dev put out a video of the next game, which is not Creeper World Five. It's Creeper World something. It's got like a subtitle now. <laughs> But it is basically another creep, another same concept. Creep hard. Except, except this new one is 2D. It's vertical, like a side scroll. So the creeper fills up from the bottom. Creep tower. Yeah, maybe. Creep, creeper tower. Sorry. Although I, creep I brand. believe Creeper World 2 might have also been signed on. So it might not no, even, that might not even be a new thing. Are they just in a cycle now? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Weird. But yeah, that game's still fine for what it is. It's still, it's still the same. But it's slightly maybe disappointing that like it doesn't appear the random level generator has become any more advanced in this version, which is kind of what you want from that game. Like mm. the story is fine with these pre-built levels and whatnot, but if you want to play it for longer than that, you want the random level generator to sure. be good. But it still looks like it's more or less generating in the same ways. I mean, I haven't tried it yet. I haven't played one of those randomly generated levels because there are some new elements of this game, some new enemies and some new guns and, and that well, and whatnot. So mm. I haven't seen how it plays out in a random map now. But I'll get to that eventually once but, I finish the story. But when you like, had a look in the menu, have you? And then yeah, I just like, oh, the clicked on the map like generator this. to see what, it, see yeah, what the previews yeah, yeah. look like. Okay. And they do look like it's, it's using substantially the same method or whatever. Mm. Same rules. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, and then... The other new thing that I played, which also is not that new, but I guess it's still in early access. Or is it? Is it still in early access? Or is it? I think it might be not in early access, but continuing to update. I mean, <laughs> so it I might mean, as well I mean, be. You're asking early... us about telling us what it is. Yes, but that's the trouble. But like <laughs> all of these games are like this now. Mm. It's like early access doesn't mean anything, and it never did. But now it really doesn't because mm. games will come out and then continue to update as if they were in early access. <laughs> but so this one specifically is uh, Captain Captain of Industry, because, you know, that's, that's my type of game, obviously. Yeah. You are Captain Factory. Yep. And it is basically another factory-building game. The Captain part is this weird, like, random, like, law conceit where it's like, it's like the modern world, except something happened that destroyed civilization, except you kept most of the modern technology, but not all of the modern technology. So you have basically have a battleship and you just land on this random island and you're like, I'm going to rebuild my civilization here on this random island. Okay. <laughs> and then you start, and then you, so you, you have, you start with stuff like, you know, trucks and excavators and like iron smelting and whatnot so you do have some tech but you do still have to research tech to like regain the, some of the tech that you lost and then eventually you upgrade your battleship and you can go out and fight pirate battleships <laughs> out in the world it's not really a thing it's like a menu you just click on the fight button and it just <laughs> happens do fight 
And then you can discover like oil rigs that you can rebuild. So it's like, it's this weird, like apocalyptic world, but not really. <laughs> it's like, it's modern tech, but like you've kind of half forgotten it, but not quite. But then apart from that, you build a factory. It's not quite, I haven't quite fully grasped how this is meant to lean. Cause at the start you have trucks to transport stuff between buildings, which is sort of like how drones would be in Factorio. Mm. They move things directly between buildings. So you think that that makes the logistics like not a problem because you're it's point to point. You're not having to worry about it. Right, yeah. But then obviously you're limited by your fuel consumption of the trucks. So then you're like, okay, if I want to save fuel, I want to build belts between buildings to move stuff around. So there's the there's the factorio style belts coming in. But I haven't quite figured out how hard I should be committing to belts versus trucks. Right. Because it's like the fuel yeah, consumption... Transport tycoon problem. Well, yeah, kind of. Build another truck or go train? Yeah, well, always go train. <laughs> Trucks aren't worth it. <laughs> but in this game, it's like, is the fuel consumption of the trucks better or worse than spending all the extra resources to make the stuff that I need to make the belts? <laughs> mm. And how much fuel do I even save by making the belts? Because the other thing that I haven't quite got a handle on is like, the resources are limited... And the one thing that this game does very differently is that you're actually mining the terrain like physically. Like it's got a tile-based system where you dig away the terrain. So when you're mining iron, you're looking for an iron patch and then digging into it. And it actually like simulates the physics of the terrain or whatever. So it can collapse and like landslides and stuff. And you actually have to deal with like spoil heaps and stuff. So you, like mm. you're getting extra dirt and rock that you scrape off the surface, and then you have to put that somewhere right, or yeah. process it into something else. So it's it's actually simulating that, which then leads more into the excavators and trucks because that can't be automated. In it's not like Factory where you just put a mine down and and iron just comes out of it. <laughs> you actually have to like designate like slopes and ramps and dig a hole and all that stuff. So that's the, that's the fancy part of it. But then because of that, obviously all the resources are limited. You're only, you're, there's only so, many, so much iron in this huge-ass mountain of iron <laughs> that happens to be on this island. And But then there are these map locations, which in easy mode are infinite, but in normal difficulty are not infinite. They're just like large, like the oil rigs for oil. Because you start off with like, oil wells that you build on land there's like a small small amount of oil under this island as well but if you want the long term version of that you're going to need to rebuild an oil rig and then use a cargo ship to ship it in okay, yeah. but even that's limited so it's like if I'm constantly burning diesel to run trucks I'm constantly using oil and that is a limited resource but then iron is also a limited resource but once you build a belt it's there forever unless you rebuild it if you demolish it because you do lose some of the resources in this game I like Factorio it's, yeah, it's not perfect recycling it's pretty close to perfect though so I like maybe that's almost insignificant but mm. but it's like how much do I commit to these large construction projects rather than just continuing to use trucks I still haven't got a handle on it and also right. I feel like I haven't got a handle on like scaling effectively 
like I'm when I'm trying to build a new bit of factory, I am always like waiting for the parts to get made, even if I've buffered them a bit. Like yeah. I, my buffers aren't big enough yet, mm. but I don't feel like I can have bigger buffers because I don't feel like I've got the. Well, for a start, I don't feel like I can mine the stuff fast enough with the number of trucks that I have. And it, this is all limited by people. Like, you actually have a population as well. And you have to supply them with, like, food and water and whatever. Huh. So that's a whole other industrial process you have to build. And then each building uses a certain amount of workers. So you, so you have a limited cap on how many buildings you can even have. So I haven't really got a feel for where the balance is in all this. Like, how how many people should I be committing to the buildings? How many people should I be committing to trucks? But this all sounds good, right, from your perspective? Yes. Because this is a new problem. It, it, it is a new puzzle to solve. Yeah. I'm just not sure. I uh, it, like, And it sounds like it's at least giving you a bit of a headache to solve it for once. Yes, but, uh, I mean, to some extent, there's also the problem where I feel like I maybe don't have all of the information I would like, mm. which is, you know, that's a UI problem i guess documentation thing or well yeah that too i mean there's a wiki but it also doesn't really have necessarily all the information i would like Mm -hmm. but in game it's like when i'm looking at the consumption graph for for like diesel and it's like and it's going into all all the trucks obviously but it doesn't split it it doesn't say like this is how much is going into trucks and this is how much is going into excavators like it doesn't get any more specific than just saying this is how much diesel you're consuming and then that gets worse for like coal where it's like if you have a coal-fired power plant but you're also using coal for smelting what's the proportion there you don't really know so you can't necessarily know where to make savings like i just recently converted from a coal-fired power plant to an oil-fired power plant because i felt like i was mining through my coal patch too fast but i can just get oil from the oil rig which is not infinite again, but it's not going to last way longer than this coal patch is looking like it's gonna. But is that is that the better solution? I don't know. Because mm. <laughs> running the oil rig does use a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like it's going to take you quite a few runs to, yeah, get, to get a feel. It is it. feeling like it. And I also wish it had slightly more information about like the terrain, because when you need to dig a hole. And so, like, if you're digging... In my current coal mine, I've mined more or less the surface down to flat. So now I'm digging down. But then because of the way that the ground collapses, you have to build retaining walls. But then the retaining walls can only hold back five vertical levels. So if the coal is deeper than five, you have to build two retaining walls. But then that means the outer one has to be further away to allow space for the second one. So it's like, it's hard to predict how far away you need to build the retaining walls to allow you to get to the bottom of the deposit. You can do it, but it takes a lot of like, you have to just sit there and like count the bars of the of the resource overlay to be like okay this specific tile of coal is 27 below sea level which means i'll need four and a half retaining walls Mm. in order to be able to dig down to it so i have to put the wall four tiles away from that specific tile and then you do that for every goddamn tile of this entire deposit to work out where the walls have to be So does the game is the game like modeling depth then as a result of that like can you see depth like because well, you have this overlay that shows the resources as a bar, and it's the bar is on the surface, so it's from the surface downwards. Okay, so it's not like the game is like a like three dimensionally modeling this stuff. Like, well, kind of, because it's if you imagine it's like the world is if you imagine it's like a Minecraft world where everything's made of blocks, except mm. they're more like 
flat plates in this game, I guess. Okay, yeah. But like, so it's like as if you were taking a 3D spherical brush and painting it into the ground. It's that kind of shape of deposit. Okay, I think I got you. So it does. It curves at the bottom and it like goes down into the terrain. So you have these bars that tell you how many layers there are, and if it, if there's any like topsoil on it, it will show that as well. So you can see you can see stuff that's underground, but it tells you how many layers of dirt you'd have to dig through to get to the top of it. But then, yeah, then you just have to physically count those and like do this annoying maths to work out how much. But then, then I was, I've, my current method is to not even bother doing that. Just build the retaining walls on the surface layer as far out as the coal goes. And then if it looks like it goes on the wall, I'll just demolish them and move them back. Like, cause another weird thing that this game does is, is it has a system for instant construction hmm. and instant demolition, actually. Cause, if you if you build a building, the trucks have to bring the materials to it. Sure, but you also have this special resource called Unity, where if your population is happy, you build up Unity, and then you can spend Unity to just instantly build stuff or instantly demolish things. Hmm. So it's like this extra resource, and it can also do a few other things. Like if a truck gets stuck, you can use Unity to just get it out of there. <laughs> it's like it's the like rush money yeah it's, like, it is like basically play games yes it is basically the in-game version of like pay your workers more <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah you can so what i'm thinking uh, my method will be is just build the retaining wall arbitrarily arbitrarily on the surface and then if it does need to go back plot out the new ones and then just instant demolish the old ones instant build the new ones and then the then they'll still hold back the train. <laughs> like, it won't collapse in the meantime while they're being built. Hmm. Hopefully, anyway. I assume that's how that's going to work. Because they do have, like, a little constructing animation, even if you instant right. build them. Hmm. But I assume the, like, collision physics already exists or <laughs> during that sequence. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Captain of Industry. <laughs> I did like that name, though. Captain of Industry. You are the captain, maybe. You build the captain's office. Are you on your own this time? Oh, I suppose you said you got populated. Yeah, you have a population. <laughs> You're not not just the single person demolishing this entire planet. <laughs> yeah. And then that's all I played, but two more games upcoming that I haven't played yet, but I do now have. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned for Baba Is You. Oh, cool. Baba uh, is you. Yeah, I want to know what your that thoughts again? on that is. That's that weird puzzle game where, like, the mechanics are physical words in the environment that you can move around. Like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you effectively reprogram the game, right? Yeah, as part of the puzzle. Mm. Yep. And Sounds right up your street. Yes. <laughs> um, and there was another game that I've now literally just forgotten. <laughs> Damn it. You can come back to it. Yes, I'll be working and come back to it when I've played it, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, or give us a little, like, if you think of it, give us a little, little tease at the end of the episode. Yes. And then I didn't really play any Dirk. Well, I, I mean, I did, but not as much as I have. I mean, I mean we played a little bit. Yes, we did play a little bit. There's the transition to Rob. <laughs> got it in there. I mean, I've got nothing really rad to No, not the Dirk conversation. Though. Other than, you know, I guess I'm spending a bit more time playing Gunner in Derg now, so... Yes, that's mi- true. Mixing up my, my class a little bit. We haven't uh, had that in a video. Did we have that in a video? No, we didn't. Right? No, we haven't video- done a video with me as Gunner yet. We thought about it. <laughs> yeah, I think I might need to, you know, level him up a bit more, be a bit more competent. Because, I don't know, the Gunner's kind of... 
like his 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 base weapon is like it's not as effective as I feel like it should be. <laughs> I, know, I I kind of prefer the regular minigun, but that's I mean I guess that's because I have all the upgrades. So maybe maybe I don't think I have a particularly interesting overclock on my minigun. I think I just have a generic like clean that just gives it a small buff. I think I sort of mean that in 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 comparison to the other classes. Like I don't think I don't know that the minigun is as effective as like it feels like it should be for the gunner's role of like plant yourself down and spew like it's reasonably effective against the bigger enemies because you can shoot them in the face easier right rather than having to worry about the weak spot stuff well but, um, i mean you still hit weak spots for bonus damage uh, sure but you know you can just spew at the face and it's that's actually pretty effective because you can't move very much when you're spewing that's no. sort of the problem classically minigun users um but yeah, I feel like it should always be a, that that thing should do way more damage than it does, or something, or be a bit more effective than it is. And it's like I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that competent. Well, I mean, I guess it's like, like the balance of doing is not is not like <laughs> it is like even. Like none of the classes are actually like DPS. Powerful, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, technically, even though you think they might be. But it sort of it, it feels like an odd trade off, right? Like you've you've crippled my movement, but I'm not actually gaining DPS from it. Like do you know do you know what I mean? It doesn't. It, it feels weaker. Well, even if it, probably even if it isn't in reality, but it feels weaker. Yeah, I guess that might just be the the, the upgrade tiers because obviously, like, I think my minigun, I uh, it has like stun, which is just the mm. the main thing that makes it way better. Because yeah. you just sweep it across a bunch of enemies and then they oh, all stop. I see. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, the pistol's pretty powerful. Yes, the pistol, it's, it's, I like the pistol as well. Yeah, because it does it does a smeg ton of damage in a single shot, but um, but your ammo is super limited. Yes. Um, so you know he does at least have a ranged option at times, but like when you're facing off against the sort of bosses, like that awkward time we got pinned down by the core core lock core lock. Yes. Korok plant thing, not yeah. a Korok. I keep wanting to call it Korok because it's a bit planty, it's a plant, yes. and it, it's, it might be a Korok seed somewhere in there. But it's a Korok um, that spews green shit at you. But yeah, I'm feeling like like I can't really minigun this from afar. I really like so I'm using my pistol on it, and it's like of course stuff keeps respawning on it. Can you not minigun that from afar though? Uh, I mean, you sort of can, but then you're standing out in the open while it shoots you. Well, mm, I don't remember if you. I think you can still shoot down the core lock shots like you can with the spitballers. Can you? I think, oh, I didn't try I think that. you can with the core lock. Because you definitely can with the spitballers. Because mm. their projectiles are much bigger. And the core lock ones are a bit smaller, but I think you can still shoot them. Didn't try that. Okay. For next time. Yes. But yeah, I mean, the minigun is not like super inaccurate at range because it has the it gets more accurate as you fire it yeah it has the inverse accuracy thing that still certain not, guns have it's still not massively accurate even at maximum like no i mean squeeze that isn't definitely another thing that i have on the upgrades i i have my minigun for maximum accuracy oh, okay that's probably a good idea but then then yeah i mean if we if you ever play that long enough to get to the other weapons those are weird as well well we're working on it we're working on which it. one did you start like, working on the from the head auto cannon yeah. right yes the splash damage weapon oh, okay. that one can be quite fun hmm. although again you might need to get to mod levels or possibly overclock levels on that because hmm. I, I I very rarely use that any longer but like I think the last time I used it I had 
I had a version where it did much less it did less damage but the splash radius was bigger but it also had neurotoxin so everything in the splash radius just gets neurotoxin and takes damage over time yeah okay that's pretty cool and then there's the rocket launcher the guided rocket launcher that's pretty fun but again that one especially is like super different depending on how you mod it like you can either how is that even useful during a like as as the replacement for your main weapon though because really that like in horde territory, perhaps about not horde. What is it? Swarm. Swarm. Only two of us. Like, is it all that effective? I mean, it's it's fine for shooting things in the face. Like, <laughs> if you're just shooting, the, <laughs> if you're just shooting the rockets directly at the enemies. It's fine. You don't need to worry about the guidance that much. But it just, ha- you know, at long range, you can guide the rockets better, so you can fly them into things. But then, once you get to overclocks on that weapon, that's where that really changes because you can. You can have the rocket shotgun where you just load up nine rockets and then blast them out in an unguided bunch, which is pretty funny. Or you can have my version, the mine launcher, where the rockets just turn into landmines. So you don't aim at the enemies, you just aim at the terrain and just lay a bunch of landmines all over it. Weird. Because, yeah, I've I've sort of had the cryo bombs on the, was it the scouts SMGs? Right, yeah, you, the, shoot, you shoot near in near, front of the enemy, and they walk onto them and get cryo. Those but, are much harder to use because they don't last. No, like they they're the, really quick time. They now. don't yeah. they don't stay in terrain. The the rocket launcher lasts a reasonable amount of time, which makes it actually pretty useful as a as a primary weapon. You can just as the swarm starts passing towards you, you can see where they're going to come from and just stick a bunch of mines on the ground. Okay, interesting. Makes me wonder if it's like this is the one class, or maybe oh, I say the one class, but a class better suited to like playing in a full team. Like, well, I mean, I soloed kind of for the longest time. That okay. was my solo yeah. class to start with. Oh, really? Because yeah. <laughs> of the zip. I mean, the zip line gives you enough mobility that solo isn't annoying. I mean, because like, no, with drill, it's, it's pretty annoying <laughs> yeah. to solo, hmm. <laughs> having to drill everything to make paths. But the zip line is sufficient to manage vertical mobility when you're a gunner by yourself mm. but I mean and also bot face is pretty effective just in general but. I mean I guess bot face <laughs> anywho anyway, so that's Dirk Dirk update um, what else I've been doing <laughs> I've, I've been dicking around with my Sindon quite a lot because it's um my, my uh, light gun, gun for PC um and uh yeah I, i'm starting to dial in a few more things like so uh playing time crisis the the arcade version of time crisis in mame um with it i've now the first played, one yeah i've got I mean, that I've, I've got that pretty much yeah. dialed in now love that game like, yeah no it's 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 fantastic like it's just time for the one man army yeah richard, richard miller, miller. <laughs> uh yeah that that game is absolutely fantastic and it's still like uh, sure i think uh, like it's it's a little annoying at times like playing tc1 yeah. and like because of its ambiguity and how the damage system works because you can yeah. sort that's of take bullshit. shots from everyone other than red guys except that's not always true so like tc1 kind of doesn't have that um the thing that tc2 introduced which is like damaging shots are very obviously highlighted yeah um, so it can be it can be a bit frustrating at moments, and it's like like all time crisis games. It's like its first act is clearly the best, and then I don't know. Act two is pretty good actually in TC one, um, but 
the third act is kind of a bit lame. Yeah, it goes ropey. It's prob- probably because they know that not many people are going to get that. Yeah, probably in the as arcade. A, as an arcade game. Yeah, because TC two has that problem as well, where the last the last act isn't nearly as cool as the as the first two. Um, but yeah, TC one and TC two absolute classics, and then it goes down goes down here from there. Really, yeah, if we're being honestly, after that um, point, yeah, TC three is okay, but the multiple weapon <laughs> thing doesn't work quite so well. And then TC four I mean, introduced the, the weird quick step mechanic where you can go between left and right cover like some kind of superhero. It's weird. It's weird. My problem was that TC two was so popular that I only ever found one one TC one cabinet ever. I think right. Yeah, uh, in Britain. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, which was nice because I was really good at it because because I played it so much on the, the PlayStation, PlayStation that when yeah. I found the actual cabinet, I was like, "Well, oh, I can I can actually do this one." Yeah, I've seen, I, I, I'm sure I've seen the TC One was a pretty popular cab in the UK, but like, right, I just um, never saw it. it yeah, I mean, TC2. I used to go like as a kid, we used to holiday at Butlins quite a lot, right? And that, that right, they, yeah. those those resorts used to have several arcades in them, and right, um, yeah. So yeah, there was there was always there was almost always a TC One cab at those places. Right. Um, um, I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a TC2 guy, but like Mame can't emulate yeah, sure. TC2 yet. And okay. the as I think I mentioned before the PCSX2 emulation adds enough latency for it to be annoying, <laughs> which is a shame because there's quite a lot of good gun games on PlayStation 2 I'd like to revisit. Um, but PCSX2 just isn't really up to the job for this. Mm-hmm. Um, too much input lag um so that's a bit of a shame um yeah so i got that working i got um uh mod- sega model 2 functioning so i've been playing virtual cop and virtual cop 2 nice um, those work pretty well um and once again i prefer playing those versions of it to the elite edition on pcsx2 like playing supermodel that's uh, sorry not supermodel playing model 2 is pretty pretty good um been, i think i mentioned last time we've been playing house of the dead 2 on on redream I'm still crap at it. That game is hard. Yeah. <laughs> like properly hard. Um, uh, Zach wandered in with me trying to figure out how to get a lethal enforcers, the arcade game to work. And I did manage to just about get that working, but that's a, that's vintage shoot like gun game. That is mm. FMV gun game. But not really. It's like, it's sprites, but like, I mean, it sprites like, of, of, of photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and also playing uh, using Duck Station to do PlayStation 1 stuff works real well as well. So I've been playing all the point blanks, um, including, oh, yeah, of course. Um, including point blank three, which I didn't realize actually didn't come out in the arcades, I don't think. I think that might have actually been a PlayStation, PlayStation 1 only. release only. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, um, it, don't get me wrong. Setting things up with a Sindon is still a pain in the ass. It takes mm. a while. And then, as we found out earlier, as I, once I got Lethal Enforcers working, my copy of Time Crisis has mysteriously stopped working. So, you know, you can't... <laughs> but that's a main problem, not a gun problem. Yeah, it's probably a main problem. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, that's not an issue with a gun. Like, it's, it's, this stuff is finicky as hell, is what I'm trying to say. And it's like, that could be helped a lot by them making improvements to the Sindon software. Like, it'd be really mm. nice if it had profiles in the, in the software so you can be like... Oh, I've configured it for this game. Now can I just swap profile to this game so it's not such of a faff to go and try and remember all the settings you needed to change for the next one? Like, yeah, the Sindon software needs work. I think I mentioned that last time. It, it's um, 
it's bare bones, but it functions. Um, but it could, do, yeah, it could do it with some quality of life features mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm having a real good time with it. To be honest, it's uh, it's it's drawing me at the moment. I've got that draw to just <laughs> shoot stuff. I've got to strengthen my gun arm, gun arm man. Like the, the, <laughs> like the Sindon's right. arm is not a light gun. It's a light gun, but no. it's not a light gun. Yeah, well, it's lighter than an actual gun. But. Yeah, but it's like so. I've got the one that's got the solenoid built in with the recoil, and it's like, yeah. um, which, which is cool. I didn't have turned on when. Well, I don't have it turned on that much because it's loud. No. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, yeah. Clack, clack, clack. Um, but it's um, uh, so so yeah. The actual the actual gun unit itself, I think, is a, is heavier as a result than like the gun cons and stuff I'd have been used to today in, back in the day. Uh, especially lighter than the um, the Dreamcast gun, which was like it was almost like a wee blaster, you know, yeah. sort of that sort of construction, um, or the wee stupid wee gun like attachments you could get. Um, so yeah, it's like so so like my, my gun arm like just isn't used to holding something up for like for super long periods of time, but I really want to. <laughs> so I've got I've got to train my arm, got to get those gains. There you go. Fitness, <laughs> forearm and wrist fitness. Tiny amounts of exercise. <laughs> uh, yes, what else have been doing? Uh, I finished High on Life. And did you bother to one hundred percent clear everything, or did you just finish? I it? did not. I, <laughs> okay, I tried. Actually, I went through a phase where, I, like, I, I knew I was right near the end of the game. It makes it pretty clear when that's about to happen. So it's like, all right, let's go revisit a whole bunch of areas with my new abilities and see if I can find anything. And there was just a couple of spots where it's like I could see there was stuff nearby on my radar, little thing. But I could not, for the life of me, fathom where that where those were, because like the the range on your little sensor isn't very far, and it's like, well, it's got to be right here, and then you get to a bit of the map, and it's like, well, it's right behind this door. In theory, it's right here, but it's like I just could not figure out how to get round certain areas, and then gave up after a while. <laughs> it's like, I no, there's this is. This is just busy work at this point. It's not. It's, I'm not really gaining anything from it other than achievement hunting, I guess. Um, mm. Of which, you know, some of some of that stuff you should probably do, though. Some of the achievement hunting stuff is kind of fun. Like, um, you know, I mentioned like okay, mild spoilers, but like it's in it's sort of in the achievement list. Um, you know, I mentioned before that it's like there's a there's like full ass films in this thing that actually yeah, just yeah, play yeah. out, and it's like. You, you gain the ability at one point in the game to uh, buy warp discs, so you can warp in random environments, like into parts of level, parts of the other levels. And one of the things mm-hmm. you can warp in is a movie theater. And mm-hmm. uh, this movie theater only plays one film, but it's got like a riff track running over the top of it <laughs> the entire time. You get into this theater, and there's like three dudes like sat there, just, <laughs> and they're like, "Are they going to be talking the entire time?" And they're just talking about this terrible film that you're watching. And it's like, so those three dudes are the dudes from Red Letter Media. It's Mike and Jay. And, is it um, right? Yeah. So that's why, and and then uh, Justin Roiland appeared in an episode of their Half in the Bag because you know they 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 do that half in the bag, which is like a movie review program, but it has a framing narrative, but they keep writing themselves into stupid corners and having to wreck on it because it gets so dumb. Hmm. And so this time they just had like Rick and Morty turn up voiced by Justin Roiland Roy- hmm. <laughs> to, to fix this fucked up continuity. And I guess that was like a, because they'd appeared in um, 
yeah, yeah, Iron I Life. see. Yeah, it's a crossover. Yeah, yeah cause there's, a, there's a whole bunch of stuff like that all throughout the game. If you like spend the time just to like watch what's going on on the TV in the house, which you know kind of sucks because there's no actual good way of really just watching it. You kind of want to blow it up to full screen, but it's all in world and stuff. And, yeah, blah, 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 blah. and if you stand in the wrong place, the gene in your house starts complaining you're in the way of the TV the whole time. So it's like, ugh, okay. But you know, if 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 you're into like your weird environmental TV shows and stuff like that, there's a whole bunch of them. There's loads. Um, fill your boots you'll be there for a while anyway that's kind of like world building-y stuff I suppose uh, I wouldn't say the tone of the game really changed at all throughout the whole runtime, or it got particularly interesting or twisty everything was super obvious what it was going to happen the ending is quite anti-climatic although it has a fun cameo moment um, but it kind of was a bit of a nothing Honestly, like, here's a bus fight. Oh, you've beaten the bus. That's it. Game done. <laughs> right, Moving on. That's it. Yep. The end. And then, and then it dumps you back in the world. And there is a, like a sort of after. You can do it. There's, a, there's an extra ending or sort of ending, a little bit of extra stuff you can find after you've, after you've done the, the last boss fight, if you really want to go, go, go find it. Um, sequel bait. I think the sequel, the, the achievement is called. <laughs> Uh, so there's there's some stuff there, but yeah, I I wouldn't say I, I had a pretty good time of it. Like it's clear there are there are spots where it's like it's a bit rough around the edges as an actual game. Like um, the shooting didn't really change for the entire length of the run through. If that makes sense, they didn't really add too much in the way of like interesting enemies to fight, which ended up no, being a bit of a disappointment yeah. towards the end because it's. Yeah, you know, I, I sort of was liking the fact that it was quite a simple shooter at the start of the game, and, it, and I mentioned it gave me a sort of nostalgic feeling, like for the like, yeah, uh, when when shooting shooters were a little bit more experimental, like the time splittersy sort of age of right, yeah, which was a little bit loosey goosey, yeah, of not, yeah, and I got I got a bit of that vibe from this, and I was kind of enjoying that vibe, but uh, unfortunately, it is. I, I thought way. some of the reviews I was reading at the time was like, hey, they seem a bit harsh. Like, like, uh, um, but no, the, the, like as you get towards the end of the game, you realize, oh no, this actually is kind of it. <coughs> okay, maybe mm, it is. A, yeah. maybe, maybe it is a little underbaked after all. Maybe it is. Uh, maybe maybe the actual shooting part of the game could have done with a bit of work. Um, mm. uh, all things considered, I didn't have a bad time. It was no. It was, I, I, I don't think it deserves as lower reviews as it's getting. Let's put it that way. It's um, uh, I'm I'm and and you know I think I think maybe the player base on Game Pass kind of agree because it was like the one of the top Game Pass games, like since it's come out. Like the most like players have just jumped on it. <laughs> as well, um, that's also because like it's effectively free. There's like sure, yeah. if you're going to play a bad game, you might as well play it for effectively free. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Cause it, I think it was a full price title. So it's like, yes. Um, which, you know, playing it on game pass does, does, well, it covers a lot of sins. I suppose. Yeah. Um, you don't feel maybe it makes you not as critical about things. Like maybe if Bayonetta three was on game pass, I'd feel a lot better about it. But... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Um, but that being said, yeah, high on life's okay. And I, I was talking to a friend of the show, Matt Macon, who's you know 
<laughs> been on once or twice years and years sure. ago uh, sure. and he's really enjoying it as well so all like, oh, right okay uh, it's it's if that suits your yeah yeah sense of humor. and he's a, he, yeah he's definitely a Rick and Morty fan so like it, it, right, he, yeah. he falls right into that camp and as, as a result is uh, the exact audience for this thing so uh, but yeah I think I think the reviews have been a little harsher than than than, than they should be um, hmm. hey welcome back the B tier game is what I'm saying welcome back <laughs> right <laughs> yeah not everything has to be triple A right no. Uh, but is it is it a trend? Or it- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would bet on it. It's going to be indies and, and triple A's forever. I don't know. Game, yeah. game Pass feels like the exact right. like the perfect vehicle for the B tier game, right? Because of the freeness. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, maybe they will make a return because the triple A ends up going into quadruple ridiculous um, disaster territory of mm. like cyber cyberpunk or whatever. Where they can't even finish it. And- sure. I mean, if it if it breeds a new era of like you've got a little bit of room to be creative with mm. things again, rather than like being beholden to the boards and like this needs to succeed and da 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 needs to be, do well, and it's like Microsoft have already paid you that money to get you on Game Pass to some degree, so it's yeah, like I don't don't know exactly how their deal deal system works, but like I think it is literally an upfront we want your game in mm. some cases, and it's like a we'll pay you this much, and then there's bonuses depending on how well it does da, 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 da. like maybe that encourages you because you're going to get this if you've struck that deal maybe it encourages you to be a bit more creative with the design but presumably you still have to have made some amount of game before they will make that deal. maybe it's yeah. not like they're paying you to make a game i mean yeah maybe it depends on the studio maybe if you've got a track record you can do a pitch or something like that and be like look we're doing this but like it's early mm. like you know there's i mean that's any publishing deal right it's built on sure. trust to some level but i feel like in game Pass's case it's got to be way closer to to the finished product end Maybe. of the de- development yeah depends whether microsoft wants to get behind it as a as a publisher i guess that maybe there's cases for that to be made mm. anyway that's my hope like, like i want to uh, like yeah if it, if it breeds creativity that's a good thing and uh there's definitely some creativity on show in high on life if maybe not in the gunplay uh, oh yeah, for sure. So finally, uh, yeah, probably finally. <laughs> I think it's finally. And I always lose track of what I'm doing. Um, I've started playing Yakuza Five. <laughs> Good. We can talk about that for Woo! the next half a year. Yeah, <laughs> for the next <laughs> twenty on <Sorry>. podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I, I pulled the trigger. I thought, like, keeping to my one a year mean, schedule. Right, I, start, I started Yakuza Four around this time last year. So. Um, Let's, let's. It's time. <laughs> Gnome has just walked it's in the time. front door of our house and has just heard me say the word Yakuza and looked at me and shook her head. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Shake head. Um, yeah, okay, Yakuza 5 is an, it's an interesting case, right? Because like 3, 4, and 5 are the re- have been the remastered versions. And. <laughs> No, was all, yeah, yeah, I don't know if that, that picked up on Zach's mic there, but she was quick to remind me. He's like, don't forget you've got a baby coming. This might be a bad yeah. idea. <laughs> born, born into the life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yakuza for life. Uh, yeah, Yakuza for life. Uh, yeah, so, so uh, Yakuza 3, 4, 5 are, uh, were the, 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 are re-releases, essentially, like on, on the Game Pass versions anyway. They're remasters of the PS3 games. And... Uh, uh, 
as a result of that, they don't they don't do too much to them, other than like give them a bit of an HD makeover, up some textures here and there. The game itself is are, are pretty much are pretty much identical, like in terms of how they play. Which was your problem um, after coming from the yeah, full remake. Going from Kiwami and Kiwami Two back to Yakuza Three was a little painful. Um, but now I'm getting much closer to that point. Yakuza, <laughs> like it's catching back up. Yeah, Yakuza Five feels. Like uh, the, there's only one game between it and Kiwami One now, and that's Yakuza Zero. Right. So I'm I'm getting very close to that point, and things things still feel a little antiquated, but it's getting closer to that Kiwami goodness. <laughs> um, uh, and and that's that's somewhat immediately apparent. Like it, it's it looks a bit better. Um, um, the the combat plays a little better. Um, they're clearly more ambitious with their mini games and stuff this time round because they're there's there's quite a few of them right out of the gate, like which is interesting because it's like the game is slower paced so far. Like okay, Yakuza Three has a pretty slow start, but this one also has a pretty slow start, and there's like there's no there's there's been an event, but like the game is quite happy for me to just be Kiryu for a bit in his in his current life. Like there's no. There's no particular story tying it together. I'm just doing. I'm doing the side stuff like right from the mm. start, um, and that's kind of interesting, um, and probably quite beneficial actually because it means I can just mess around, do the side stuff for a while, level me the hell up for the game's trademark incredibly difficult boss fights. Mm. Um, so it's probably a good idea for, idea for me engaging in some of the nonsense early. Um, and you know, I, I, you start this game as Kiryu. Always a benefit. You didn't start Yakuza Four as Kiryu. It took you a long time to play as Kiryu in Yakuza Four, so um, that's already an improvement. Although this game makes it look like you might be playing as all of the cast from the first game and maybe one other character because five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so it's all the same it's all the usual nonsense you're a taxi driver now you get to drive you get to drive safely around a new location like i'm not in camarocho at the moment it's in a new environment is it actually like literally driving mechanics or is it a mini game uh no it's it's driving you're like you're like <laughs> driving a car like with the analog stick and the right you know using the the, the right trigger but you've got to do it in an analog way so you don't upset your passengers smooth acceleration smooth driving baby <laughs> You gotta indicate at turns and stuff and wait at traffic lights and it's weird. Like Is there going to be a sequence like maybe towards the end of the game where it does turn into a car chase? It's oh no, like... there's, there's there's already street racing. That happened <laughs> oh, okay. that's happened as well. Like I very quickly encountered a storyline where I like I was uh transporting a cop as my as my uh, driver and he was like no i'm actually undercover with these guys and you immediately get, get challenged to a street race like and then he's and then the cop is basically like sort them out <laughs> and then it's like I, I give you authority to to race these guys and it's like okay great so now there's a whole street racing side story going on as well and that's you know, typically Yakuza, and that it's like it's functional, but those games are like very bare bones and a bit ropey feeling. But that's that's fine. What <laughs> level of Gran Turismo is? It? <laughs> oh, very low. Like probably not even one. You know. <laughs> so you're doing these car chase scenes, and it's like like playing Initial D style music and like Eurobeat as well. It's like it's it's great. It's great. It's stupid. Um. Uh. I mean, some of the bad stuff is also there as well because I, I found a side quest to to play a guy at, 
shogi pretty early on. <laughs> and uh, for those that don't know, shogi is basically Japanese chess. Like it has some rule, some really interesting rule differences from chess. But I, 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 I kind of hate that game. Not fair. I, I hate that game. And also the AI in Yakuza really doesn't help because it's like, it is bloody hard. Like the AI does not give you any quarter at all. It, it feels like it never makes a mistake. Um, even at the like the easiest difficulty, like the first guy I'm supposed to be playing in this damn mini game, and he's like, "Oh, you want you need, you need to beat him in order to progress this guy's story," and I can't, I can't for the life of me beat him. It's can you get a, a not chess confuser? <laughs> I mean, I bet at some point I could probably unlock like so. Yakuza, like in all in a lot of its like gambling e mini games, there's been like cheat items you can find. <laughs> right. Like, so I bet I need to find the the shogi cheat item and just burn it on this story or something because I can't beat this guy. I can't. I, like it took me ages to actually sort of like, work out what was happening in some of the moves of the game because shogi is odd because it's like the pieces you capture can be you steal off your opponent can be put back on the board under your control. <laughs> Oh, okay. And you can put so, them like almost anywhere on the board at times. And so there were moments where I ended up in checkmate, and I'm like, "But where has that piece come from?" And it's like, appeared, uh, like I didn't understand the rules, but like he was pulling it out of his captured piece selection and just putting it there. And it's like, "Well, that checkmates you." And it's like, "Son of a bitch!" And <laughs> it's really hard. I, I gave up on that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna engage with that. Like it's. That's kind of Yakuza, right? There's a ridiculous amount of stuff <laughs> yeah, in exactly. it. And probably drawing your lines about what you're going to engage with and how far you're going to push stuff is is something you need to learn. Um, I'm having a good time. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I'm, it's it's like a glove at this point. I'm just I'm I'm, ba- I'm back in. I've already sunk like quite a lot of hours into like, it, like very, very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you still think uh, Kiwami 1 is the place to start? I mean, um, as far as I'm concerned, it's the best one I've played. Yeah. Um, but Kiwami 2 is pretty good too. They don't sleep on Kiwami 2. Like, they're, they're going to be... The, they're, as far as I know, they're the best two. But, like, I will I will have caught up to it by the next game. So... Um, sometime next year. Yeah. Sometime <laughs> next year. Maybe. maybe. Or maybe, maybe, like, two years. Yeah, well, yeah. Depends how much uh, a small template gets in the way of... Uh, Living my life as a uh, aging Yakuza star. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, he had a child at some point, right? It, well, or not his child. No, you he, sort he of, interacts well, with a, a child. Yeah, and you, and you run a whole blooming orphanage, orphanage at one point. So it's so you, you know, just do that at the same time as in real life. <laughs> Simultaneous childcare. <laughs> yeah. Don't, it's a, I've got, I've got plenty. I've got too many years to wait before the, before the child gets old enough to match the in-game child character. I thought there was a he has a a baby with him at some or one of the characters has a baby. So <laughs> say him from a protagonist yeah, of a user game. I, I mean, I know from the advertising that Haruka Haruka's the girl you you right. Yeah, I've uh, heard of that. effectively I've... become a surrogate father to in in the first Yakuza game. Yeah. Mild spoilers, but. Um, uh, not really because she's in the rest of the entire series but in Yakuza 6 which is like the last uh, supposedly the last of Kiryu's story or mainline story Haruka appears to have a child with her 
Right. So Haruka has had you're your surrogate granddad now, I guess. <laughs> I guess. A step granddad. Um, but hey, Kiryu's been seen in like the the key art for Like a Dragon Eight. So he's we're not done with Kiryu apparently. <laughs> Even though six was supposed to be his last outing. <laughs> Obviously. I'm just waiting for Majima. Yeah, as everybody. Yeah, I, I, like I need, I need more Majima. Like three and four haven't been, haven't, haven't fulfilled my Majima dreams. Like as as well. I mean, nothing's going to beat Yakuza Kiwami one with its Majima everywhere system. Like <laughs> there, there, there is no way they can top that. But because um, it was so brilliant. But if I get, if I get, I need, I need more Majima, man. I need, I need it. I need it. I need that eye patched weirdo in my life. More Yakuza to come. <laughs> Quite a lot more. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a big one. <laughs> Gonna have plenty more of that coming in future. I remembered what the other game was. Oh, yes. Teaser time. It's Noita. It's that weird Noita. Oh, the the one with all the uh, sort of sand sand physics physics. It's, it's a game fluid dynamic. Kind the of game stuff. based on sand physics, basically, yeah. where the world is destructible. It's P- pixel art, pixel art presentation, two D destruction. Hmm. But I'm not sure when I'm going to get to that because that that feels like it needs to go in a queue with like Dead Cell. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar problem. Roguelike games that I've never got around to play. Hmm. Oh, is it a roguelike? I didn't yeah, it's run-based. Run okay. And you get, like, random... Oh, well, I was going to say guns, but they're wands because you're a wizard. <laughs> okay. Uh, I suppose we should do uh, proper congratulations for to Dan for winning the uh, the Fantasy Critic League for yeah. 2022. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the skin of my teeth. Uh, yeah, off the back of Elden Ring, I got I lost a hell of a lot of points right at the end from Sports Story, but luckily it didn't matter because I was I was going to come third anyway. <laughs> oh, was Sports Story rubbish? Apparently so. It was oh. real broken. Oh, negative thirteen. Yep. Oh dear, shocking. <laughs> Rough. Oh, that's the that's the worst reviewed game, is it? On our yeah, on our, on our list. Is it really? Wow. Yeah, by some margin. But as I say, didn't matter. I was I was behind anyway. So that even if even if that had got like an eighty five, I don't think I was going to catch up with either of you. <laughs> so mm. yeah, maybe not. Yeah, my yep. my my play didn't turn I, out. I didn't score. I, I didn't score any I, points I, off multiverses in the end. That was that was the bummer. Yeah. The zeros okay. Yeah, <laughs> by the end you're looking for the zeros rather <laughs> than the negatives. <laughs> Um, I mean, but I well, think, yeah. I would have scored points off it. Was the problem? Like, had multiverses actually got, yeah, come out of beta, yeah. I would have scored points and won. Yeah, you would have won. Oh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so close. I think you're quite unlucky to have. Uh, you got like three, at least three things counterpicked that didn't come out right, and yeah, and, uh, uh, I only had one. So, uh, well, I mean, that, that stops you dropping them, right? Yeah, yeah, true. But I mean, we all had two. Actually, we all had two counterpicks that well, didn't come out. Like. Oh, yeah. we did we like it was pretty even in the end on the on the counter picks. I had the Star Wars one that didn't come out. Yeah. You had, you had a lot of your initial picks that weren't coming out this year, like like the Hogwarts yeah, Legacy and um, yeah. Star Wars Survivor. Right, that wasn't um, they they you yeah. had to drop those, but you you adjusted well. Well played, yeah. sir. Well played. <laughs> well my my, ingenious, my yeah, strategy yeah. didn't turn out good in the end. 
Like my my Rocksmith play didn't happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I was okay. I didn't I didn't do particularly good on my on my like attempts at picking up a bunch of average stuff in the middle of the year. I mean, some of them were okay. I mean, two point two point campus was good. But, yeah, did all right. But the rest of them are all. I mean, it's, it's all positive at least apart from Sports Story. But that was right at the end. And then the Hollow Knight was the thing that screwed me. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And Hollow I guess Slime Ranger too. But that was more of an obvious delay that happened earlier mm. rather than Hollow Knight where no one ever said anything and it always seemed like it was right on yeah, the verge of coming out it felt, it felt like it could have I mean we're into 2023 and it still feels like it could have yep. it could come out in 2022 somehow yep it could come out in the past <laughs> like it might have already happened I don't know yeah well bad luck well, we'll have to start a new one sometime and yep. prepare for what yep. we're going to pick get, get, get <laughs> see who round. gets the Zelda roll yeah. Oh boy, yeah, it is going to depend on who comes first, isn't yep. it? That's going immediately. It literally will be, yeah, who picks, who goes first, gets Zelda, and then probably wins. Because we sort of spoke about it in the last episode, but I don't know what what's, what else is coming out. What's this coming out that's going to could even potentially I top think, that? I think Street Fighter Six might do really well. Um, There's a lot of hype around it wise. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was talking to Gary yesterday and he's a big Street Fighter fan and he was playing the beta or whatever on PS5 and okay. he absolutely, yeah. absolutely loves it. He's like, I don't want to go back to Street Fighter 5. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's, there's so much hype around it this time compared to 5, which obviously had a slightly fudged launch because yeah, it launched exactly. without most yeah, of without its content of and then when they added it in, people didn't care. Yeah. It launched without the street fighting as people said. <laughs> <laughs> But but six is going the other way, right? Six is going big at launch. Yeah, it's like, going big. Like more content, the story mode. The sto- I'm so intrigued by that story yeah. mode. Like, so I, yeah. I'm not good that- at fight. I'm not good at Street Fighter in particular. I'm not good at fighting games, but I I sort of enjoy the cut of their gym. But like, maybe the, maybe the story mode in Street Fighter Six can be <laughs> maybe can draw it'll me in. actually be in the in the vein of like Mortal Kombat, where it'll actually try and teach you things. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> So that oh, could be a good. Choice. There, there are indications yeah. that perhaps they've actually like loosened it a little bit for 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 newcomers, which they you know they didn't do in four or five. Like mm. there's there's some hints that they're they're leaning that way, just just a little, just a little, not a lot, but a little, and that might be enough. And it's got a real good look. Like yes. honestly, like six six knocks the look out of the park, whereas five was kind of a weird. Like, we liked what 4 did, but we wanted to Unreal Engine it up a bit. Mm. <laughs> like, that's what 5 looks like, and then 6 just looks sick. Sick. <laughs> yeah, you, might, uh, be on, you think, might be onto something there. That's a strong one. I think Forza might do f- good. I mean, it'd be good. I don't know whether that it's going to... Yeah, I don't know I don't, that whether that'll Whether that will score as much as Gran Turismo, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think not. there's any doubt it's going to be a good game. But like, uh, I think no. it, like whether or not it pushes... Well, depending on how much microtransaction crap they push into <laughs> it this time, yeah. which, is, which is what did 7 in. Um, yeah. But yeah, whether or not it will... I don't think it will push the needle too much. It'll be a good scorer, but no. like, I don't think it will be a, a standout. Yeah. yeah, It's not an Elden Ring or a Zelda, you know. No, Exactly. It might not even be a God of War Ragnarok, you know. <laughs> Probably not. It's also a ridiculously high-scoring game. God damn. Yeah, 
Uh, Bomb Rush Cyberpunk, though. (laughs) That's clearly going to be the game of the year. 100%. It's it's like maximum score. Do I count to pick it again is the question. (laughs) Do you count to pick it? I mean, it's definitely coming out this year. They can't delay it again. I mean, they they delayed it by a whole year. Last year. Sort of a whole year, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Question is, do I... Been on silks on holiday again. Yeah, <laughs> that, has well, come, that has to come out this. I year. mean, that would. But do I want it any longer? Is that, oh, do you, do you, yeah, do you you've feel been burned. burned. Yeah, I just deny it. <laughs> Damn you! I, I mean, I'll have it. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Right. Yeah, fantasy, fantasy league twenty twenty three. Like we didn't we didn't talk about it on the podcast nearly as much as I thought we would, but it's kind of a hard thing to actually talk about it as a podcast. So you know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but it's fun, fun of, to wrap it up in this way even if it only, yeah, even if it granted indeed. us 10 minutes of content it was worth it yeah it was it was, it, it, it was a lot of time post podcast talking about it so, <laughs> yeah. yeah at least it's video game related so it's quite good yeah uh, but yeah um, that, that's uh, thanks to fantasycritic.games for running a pretty decent site for doing this stuff go run your own yeah. league with your mates have fun it works yeah it's a little flaky but I mean it's quite a complicated app so it's well to be yeah like, I need to check in yeah. to see what they, they you know it gets updated every year so I like they, see what the rule changes, what the rule changes are for this year yeah let's see right ah well I've been playing some Stray uh, Ooh. I got that just for fun which nice. is uh yeah, it's basically a walking simulator as far as I can oh, tell. Oh, is it? Okay. But it's nice. It's nice. It's beautiful environments. And the movement is like, people complaining about it as like it's not enough of a platform and stuff. But I don't, that's not really what it's trying to go for. Like, it's quite fun trying, just navigating the environments. What you mean? Cat, cat sort of style. The guy did press A to cat. Yeah, exactly. You just press A. Or you can even hold A to cat, basically. Uh, cat around. <laughs> the Assassin's I mean, Creed button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It basically is like that. And it's kind of, there's a little bit of challenge in sort of navigating your way up to um, areas, but not really. It's it's mostly just, um, it's quite fun to, to navigate, but it's not a challenge to navigate, basically, or to, to platform around. Because uh, it is like press A to cat, and it does feel like cat-like enough in the movements. I don't think they really look like cats, but right. they move like cats. Yeah, because there was a whole bunch um, of like when Stray came out, there was a whole bunch of like news bulletins, wasn't there? Like, uh, especially in American media, of think, actual where they, cats, where they yeah. were like they were like like Stray Stray confuses cats into thinking yeah. there's some cat stuck in your screen, and it's like well, I mean, there's a meow button and. <laughs> Um, dedicating meowing button, yeah. Um, but yeah, and they learned, from, they learned from Goose Game for that. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of references to like dumb cat behavior that they do. <laughs> there's a lot of scratching on walls and posts and things. Uh, yeah, so that part's cool. But yeah, I'm just getting into it, and it's like it's just like really beautiful environments, and like it's getting into a some sort of very light story, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's nice. It's good so far. I wanted something a bit more, a bit relaxed compared to God of War to mm, to, yeah. to 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 boot up. And yeah, it looks. It, it looks <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was try, I tried to I tried You're to muffle that one, and it, went, and it went real bad. <laughs> yeah, I tried to. You know that thing where you try and hold it in, and you just end up to like just making your lips go. Poo. Yeah, <laughs> end up, like making that burst sound. Yeah. So I'll let you know how that develops. Um, you know, there's a little bit of threat where these like weird aliens are, are trying to grab onto you. So I'll see how that develops. I think you end up being able to counter them or whatever. Mm. Uh, 
but yeah, I have heard that it, it is a bit reliant on text boxes or whatever to tell its story, right? Because of course the cat can't talk. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're sort <laughs> you, of hearing yeah, from the robot denizens. From the robots. Yeah, exactly. This undercity. Yeah, so yeah, cool so far. I'll let you know how that progresses and then I'll get back into God of War 2. 2. 2. Is he, is he angry again? Uh... He's getting, he's getting there. <laughs> he's starting to get annoyed. I think. Is, is he getting Greek yeah. God of War angry? Yeah, like, not, not quite yet. But he's sort of... <laughs> I'm so angry. I'm sure he'll get there eventually. Cool. I think that'll do it for a podcast for the first of 2023. Woo! Um, Still going, bitches. We're going. <laughs> Yeah, we outlive, we outlasted all the other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, clearly, all other Pretty podcasts, much. all huh. other podcasts. We're actually, yeah. We're I mean, and now, now that sounds like a challenge. We've got, we've got to, we got to. We will <laughs> I never don't think this is going to end. I mean, we have the yeah, as you say, we we have the template challenge to to uh, to address this year. Oh man, if we're sure. if we're still going in like twenty years time, like can I can we can I pass the torch? <laughs> yeah. you, is your kid going to be on this podcast? Potentially, yes. Yeah. I'm thinking. I mean, unintentionally at first, but oh potentially, intentionally. I'm so looking forward to that. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's yeah. a very long term looking oh, forward yeah. to. You know, you realize that, like, your kid, regardless of if it's a girl or a boy, is going to be like really into football or something. And oh, won't care about inevitably. Vi- won't care about video games at sure. all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, Gnome's probably going to win the influence <laughs> battle, right? Like, Right, but even that, like, if they were into oh, no, football, not any, like, no one would be into that either. No, It'd no. be something that neither of you are into. Yeah, I'm strictly come dancing. No, <laughs> no, you're you're be. right. It probably it, like almost certainly because it's like it's driven by the kids they're with, right? Like when they get to school, like their interests yeah, probably. are probably forming based on the crowd they're in, and if they get in a footy, I'm screwed. Or if they get into Fortnite, you're still not going to enjoy that much. <laughs> well, it just means like I'm like, okay. closer. I, I, no, and I mean screwed in the literal sense, well, not literal, but you know, like uh, like in the like because then it means I'll have to stand in like cold, wet fields, yeah, like yep. not running. Yeah, well, you could, you could <laughs> run if you want. Suppose you could go for a run, but then I'm not watching them play their football. Like you could be a linesman, volunteer linesman. Then you'll run a lot. Fitness. <laughs> Keep it going in some, some probably more interesting than running. Okay, you're, you're on something there. You're on something. <laughs> well, then you will have to watch them play in a specific way. <laughs> well, yeah, I have to somehow be not biased and be... <laughs> you have to understand offside, probably. That's <laughs> dead offside. Whether or not I can see offside, that's oh, yeah. another question. Like, Yeah. Yeah. We will see, but that's my prediction. We'll have no interest in video games <laughs> or pizza. <laughs> well, actually, oh God, if it was lact- possible, <laughs> oh, if they end up being lactose intolerant, that's just the end of days. That's just the end. Yeah. Well, I, you, know, you could have like you can you can deal with that technically in pizza. It's just really inconvenient. I guess it's possible. Well, vegan pizzas exist now. Yeah, yeah, they're not very nice. Uh, and that's. For the most part, my you're probably right. I, I've had a, I've had a few genuinely I mean, maybe, maybe tasty in, vegan pizzas. Maybe in five to seven years' time, they'll be there. <laughs> yeah, they might be. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a there's a pizza van in Barry St Edmunds that has done pizza for my place of work, and they do a vegan pizza that is genuinely quite tasty. Doesn't mm. you know? 
not tastes, as good as the real it, one. It tastes different, is what I would say. Like it's not it's not pizza like in the traditional sense. It's like the way the way you expect the bread and the cheese and the tomato core ingredients to come together. It is different, but but it's acceptable. <laughs> Acceptable vegan pizza. This is mm. the future. Okay, you know, right. just, just just over over middle ground into good territory, right? <laughs> like, indeed. All right. Well, look out on our YouTube channel for uh, more videos. I don't know what the first one of this year will be. Uh, it uh, will be Rogue Legacy Two once I oh, get yeah. once yeah. I get off my ass and actually do some of it. Okay, um, so I've been taking a break. Yes, we. Wow, well, I mean, yeah. it was our yeah. Christmas, Christmas break of laziness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So return to content with this here podcast and uh, videos coming. And uh, we'll catch you in a couple of weeks for another one. Uh, Saladcast, that is. So we'll catch you then. Mm. Bye. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs>